The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, here we are again. Another uh, horrific shooting uh, in a school, this time uh, in, a, in a town subur- suburb of Houston, uh, kind of between Houston and uh, Galveston, Texas, Santa Fe, Santa Fe High School, where 1,400 kids attend. Uh, so far, at least eight have been confirmed dead. They're starting to report now that it's between eight and ten. Um, you know, details are always really sketchy when this first occurs. And virtually every time, the initial numbers and the initial reports are wrong. So, uh, very hard to talk about this uh, with any degree of certitude. But they do know who it is, just haven't said who it, who it was, who this uh, murderer is. Of course, we don't have any motivation for uh, of why you would do this yet. According to one of the students who witnessed the shooting, uh, the student was wearing a trench coat with USSR on the back. Very strange. And uh, so authorities got there quickly. There uh, Apparently there is an armed officer at the school. But, you know, it's a huge campus and a huge building. And they, when they got to the guy and arrested him finally and took him down, uh, they obviously did save many lives. We don't know how many. Who knows uh, how this would have turned out had officials and officers not responded as quickly as they did. But it, I, again, I think it has to be a multi-pronged. It has to be a multi-pronged solution here, and it has nothing to do with uh, banning guns. That's just stupidity, insanity, and unconstitutional. But you could secure these buildings. You absolutely could secure these buildings. Now, either either you want to save lives or you want to play politics. Which is it for the Parkland kids that are saying, "Oh, we don't want to. We don't want to go to school in a prison." Okay, well, do do you want to save lives, or uh, do you want to do you want to spew left wing rhetoric? Going to have to decide what's more important to you. Because you could. You could force people through. You could make them funnel through metal detectors. You can lock this place down after everybody's in the building. You can have armed people stationed around it. You could arm the teachers. You could arm the athletic uh, coaches. There are ways to do this. I, I just saw somebody is proposing uh, bulletproof desks at these schools. It's an interesting proposal. And maybe a good start. Maybe you hide behind something that's bulletproof. That seems like a good idea to me. But on a day when we had another school shooting, we also had news of a man heading into uh, the Trump National Doral Golf Course in Miami, screaming his hatred for Trump and open fire there. Until uh, officers took him down. 
They didn't hesitate. Engaged him immediately and uh, and stopped the shooting. I just don't, I don't want to hear anymore. Uh, you can't stop gun violence with guns. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so ridiculous. It's such a false problem. Of course you can stop a bad person with a gun when you have a good person with a gun. It's absolutely the best way, as a matter of fact. And this week we also had the story of the Illinois resource, resource officer who intervened when a former student opened fire at Dixon High School in Illinois. Mike Pence uh, praised his actions of Dixon police officer Mark Dallas, shot and wounded the, the gunman, another example of the brave work performed by law enforcement each and every day. Lives were saved thanks to the heroic actions of school resource officer Mark Dallas. The suspect is in custody uh, and on $2 million bond. So, again, if uh, you've missed the news, uh, in Santa Fe, Texas, which is between Houston and Galveston, uh, 8 to 10 people, 8 have been confirmed dead, but that number may change. And then several wounded, but the... uh, the killer, the mass murderer, is in custody. For some reason, they didn't just shoot him. Don't know what that is. We, we haven't heard all of the uh, details on that yet. But if you thought it was bad after Parkland, when you add this to the equation, wow. We're in for quite uh, quite a ride here with the Second Amendment. All summer long, we'll be hearing about it. 888 900 So we'll keep an eye on this and share any information that comes in that's new. Uh, it's pretty sketchy right now, as it always is in this sort of tragedy. And uh, we'll keep you posted. But also, there is some good news. The Trump administration is announcing today a proposed rule to cut taxpayer funding to abortionists. Like, I don't know, Planned Parenthood. Under Title 10, it's a program that provides $260 million a year in federal funding for contraception and other family planning initiatives. The proposal would require a bright line of physical as well as financial separation between Title 10 programs and any program or facility where abortion is performed, supported, or referred as a method of family planning. So President Trump is taking another great step. 1970 law establishes uh, establishing Title X says none of the funds appropriated under this title shall be used in programs where abortion is a method of family planning. But in the 70s and 80s, law was interpreted to allow Title X pro- programs to refer patients for abortions. When it specifically said it can't, it can't do that, they went ahead and decided, yeah, it does say we can do that. Ugh. The uh, regulation that came in 1988 under uh, President Reagan was immediately challenged in court. And so it's never been, I guess, enforced. But it was upheld by the Supreme Court in a 5-4 to decision. By the time abortionists might have actually lost their Title X funds, uh, Bill Clinton took over, killed the Reagan regulation. And that's a policy that's remained in effect to this day. The anti-abortion regulation was not reinstated 
by George W. Bush and his administration. <laughs> Inconceivable. Uh, I keep using that word. I don't think it means what I think it means. Unlike the Reagan regulation, the proposal will not prohibit counseling for clients about abortion, but neither will it include the current potentially illegal mandate that projects uh, must counsel, projects must counsel and refer for abortion. So, uh, again, on something that you would think is a no-brainer for all Republicans, it took Donald Trump to finally act on this. Another surprise uh, policy of his that nobody expected completely out of the blue, and I love it when he does this. I'm, I'm not sure... I'm not sure he could have done many more really good policy decisions and actions than he has done. And some of the failures aren't even his. You know, like getting rid of Obamacare, that's on Congress. That's on McCain. Yep. His last vote. I mean, that, that that's what kept it in place. The tax cuts not being as deep as they should be, that's on Congress. I mean, Trump signed it. He did what he could. He doesn't come up with the legislation. He signs it into law. So, um, thus, I guess, Glenn wore the, the MAGA cap today on the air. The Make America Great, Make America Great Again cap. Mm-hmm. Seems like somewhat of an extreme. People were asking on Twitter, am I next? Uh, no. No. I'll not be doing that. But, <laughs> but I will give credit where credit is due. And this is awesome. It's another great move by the president. Yeah, this is really cool. Unexpected, and I'll totally take it. Things seem to uh, be falling apart, though, on this North Korean thing. And I, I don't know if that's on anybody in the West. I think it's just the insanity of Kim Jong-un. And I, I don't know what drives their decisions. But now they've turned on the summit and they've, they've made these threats that it's not going to happen. And then yesterday, they talked about one of the uh, North Korean generals talked about the incompetence of the South Korean government. And that, yeah, they can't come to terms with these people. They're too incompetent and stupid ignorant that tone has completely changed for some reason maybe they weren't serious in the beginning maybe they just wanted you know to create some kind of uh positive perception about them from the rest of the world maybe they're trying to avoid more sanctions i i don't know but wow and maybe it'll still work out but it it just seems like that's completely been flipped on its ear uh, 888-900-3393. Yes, and, and, and yes, by the way, if you're curious on the shooting, uh, Democrats have already uh, reignited oh, the whole gun control debate. Good. They're all over it. Now, when Parkland happened, Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin made a statement that I thought was really good and pretty bold because you're opening up yourself for all kinds of criticism and mockery. But if you remember Matt Bevin, who we loved when he ran against Mitch McConnell, and then he ran for office again. He obviously lost to McConnell. Then he lost another bid for for uh, <clears throat> for public office, and I for, I forget what I he was running yeah, for. I do too. And maybe it was Congress. And then he finally ran for governor of Kentucky and actually won that one. And he, the guy is great. Here's what he said shortly after the Parkland shooting. Calling on anyone who's in a position of influence, every superintendent, every 
CEO of every media company that produces a video game that is violent in its nature, the movie producers who make the movies, the record producers who produce the music that we listen to, all of you, we've got to step up. We're the adults. Let's act like it. This is, see, that's, that's something nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear that. That the only they only want to hear any talk about uh, how desperately we need to get rid of guns because it's the gun that is at fault here. They don't want to hear about violent video games. They don't want to hear about violent movies and TV shows and sticking all that into our kids' brains and what that may or may not be doing to them. They don't want to talk about that. A pretty bold statement from him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, years ago, Glenn and Tanya uh, had a really rough experience with selling a house. And so they thought, wow, what if we what if we helped others avoid this same situation? Let's put together a network of realtors across the country that you could really count on. Well, how are you going to count on them? How do you know they're good realtors? Well, we'll we'll put some barometers in there to make sure that they can be part of this effort. We'll find out how much experience they have. What's their marketing plan look like? What kind of character do they have? And what are the results they've gotten in the past for their clients? Then we'll throw this in. We'll make sure that they're fans of the show because then they'll have something in common with all our listeners that we're selling these people to. So it's really worked out well. And I I think you're going to love the results. If you go to realestateagentsitrust.com, we will introduce you to the best agent in your area. Somebody who's going to sell your your house fast and for the most money. And then, if you want, and if that's what you're looking for, uh, turn around and help you buy your next home and get a great deal on that. So if you're trying to sell your house, go right now to realestateagentsitrust.com. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Amazing story in Maryland. Uh, this guy and his girlfriend went out into the woods, and they stumbled upon some um, mushrooms. I think they're called morel mushrooms. <laughs> and so they picked them and they brought them back home. And he posted about it and took a picture of the mushrooms. Oh. And he uh, he posted that we're gonna. Uh, For dinner tonight, we're going to saute these with brown sugar and cinnamon. See how that turns out. (laughs) So he did. He and his uh, girlfriend sauteed them in in, uh, brown sugar and cinnamon. No idea yet. I haven't heard if it did turn out well. I I don't know if it tasted great. But after dinner, uh, they got a knock on the door and there were the police. (laughs) The police enter their house and say, hey, uh... Why are you uh, Why are you cooking up mushrooms and then posting about it? Because uh, we wanted to have dinner. I, I don't know what <laughs> What's your deal? So 
the post was picked up by the police who then visited them to make sure it wasn't magic mushrooms they were cooking. Seriously? Unbelievable. Wow. This is not where I thought the story was going. I thought you were going to say, boy, they had a great night, it turned out. No, these are not even the psychedelic mushrooms. They're morel mushrooms that are totally legal. And so, I mean, uh, his Facebook post prompted a visit from the police on cooking mushrooms. I understand that it's public. It's unbelievable. But though. the fact that you're going out of your way and assigning an officer uh-huh. to this. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, uh, and not to see how it tasted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> the- <laughs> they were there to potentially arrest him, I guess. Oh, my gosh. The guy then posted, uh, we had just finished eating the morels. We found... And then heard a knock on the door. Police officer and an RA were standing outside. We let him in, which was probably a mistake, because if they don't have a warrant, go away. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you're here to ask me about my mushroom dinner? Get out of here. We let them in, and as soon as the police officer walked in, he asked us why we were eating mushrooms and posting about it online. Um, I don't know, because it's none of your freaking business in the United States of America. How about that? He thought he was on the biggest bust of his career, <laughs> thinking we're having a magic mushroom party before I explained to him that morels are a native choice, edible mushroom similar to truffles. The officer allegedly refused to believe the couple ingested legal mushrooms. So Garrison, in an effort to prove, can you imagine this? You've done nothing wrong. I'm not digging through my garbage to prove anything. Thank you. I'm telling you, come back with a warrant if you don't think. These are all in our... These are all in our our digestive system now. If you want to check our poop later, <laughs> come on over and analyze it. Maybe we'll mail it to you down at the precinct so you don't have to wait. Yeah, and officer, we had corn on the cob as well tonight. So Jeez. good luck. It's crazy. So in an effort to prove it was they were simply morel mushrooms, not the magic psychedelic mushrooms. He retrieved a piece of the mushroom from the trash, but the officer still refused to believe they hadn't broken the law until a second officer was called and arrived, and she confirmed it was a legal mushroom. (laughs) She knew. He wasn't convinced. (laughs) Uh, He says, I showed him, and he still wasn't convinced they weren't magic mushrooms, which was shocking to me because morels look nothing like a psychedelic psilocybin mushroom. And I figured a police officer wouldn't know what illegal drugs look like. The second officer finally did. She knew it immediately. They processed our IDs and eventually left. But that's a uh, really weird and um, virtually un-American encounter. I mean, we, we, we say it every day, it seems like. Well, we do. un-American happening to the point where, nope, it's now America. It used to be that you would see these stories and you think well i mean that's europe that's why we left that that crap hole and now this is maryland united states of america you can't even post something on facebook and say hey we're gonna uh cook some some mushrooms tonight without the police showing up seriously don't you have anything better to do than (sighs) even if they are magic mushrooms from a Facebook post, are you you're really going to have a an, off, uh, an officer show up at your door? Wow, that's amazing to me. And, and this is police uh, resources being used here. How are they even notified? Right. Because I don't know. you were either notified by one of two ways, from my estimation, 
You were monitoring the citizens, what, Facebook, I guess? I don't know. Facebook Yeah, it was post. Facebook. Let's mm-hmm. just see. Oh, whoa, look at this. Hey, why don't we send Officer Jones over to this place? Okay, there's that. But mm-hmm. then they would have to, of course, they would have to find out the name and look up the address because it's not like it's going to say this is happening at this address. So you either, you're either monitoring mm-hmm. this on, on taxpayer time or you're using Facebook for personal use and you see it. Mm-hmm. Or you're having personal conversations and someone says, hey, um, you guys might want to check this out. Uh, I just saw on Facebook. Either way. Some guy's cooking waste. mushrooms tonight for dinner. Good grief. Could you please stop? I'll be damned if I'm going to let them cook mushrooms tonight. It's not happening. We're going to pay this guy a little visit. Do and I'm going to, if I, when I find that he's actually cooked mushrooms for yeah. dinner, yeah. I'm going to drag him outside and beat him with clubs. You think we need to take the paddy wagon or just the patrol car? No, we're taking the paddy wagon. Oh boy, this this guy's a menace to society. What if he cooked mushrooms for other people? Oh, see, we gotta get them all. <laughs> Can you get them off the streets? Mushroom <laughs> eaters. I don't think there's any bigger supporters of the police than we are, mm-hmm. but that is a that is a scary story. That's intrusion that is uh, really uncalled for, and again, un-American. But I think we determined quite a while ago, it's not America anymore. So So I guess it's fine. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you want some great financial advice, where do you turn? Like Warren Buffett? Mm -hmm. uh, You know, E.F. Hutton? Uh No. What about a Jeffy investment plan? Mm -mm. No. No. But when the Pope talks, people listen (laughs) to financial advice. Uh, In a sweeping critique of global finance released by the Vatican yesterday, the Holy See singled out derivatives, including credit default swaps, for particular scorn. Now, he's right about that. But it's just strange that the Vatican's getting involved in, uh, to this extent. I mean, they're, they're really, they're riffing on everything. The unusual rebuke, derivatives rarely reach the level of religious doctrine, is in keeping with, uh, with the Pope's skeptical view of unbridled global capitalism. And this is where it's, uh, I think, a concern because the Pope is seemingly very anti-capitalist. Almost all the remarks that he makes that have anything to do with uh, the economy or the economic systems of the world... It's almost always negative to capitalism. But the Vatican wrote, the market of CDS, credit default swaps, in the wake of the economic crash crisis of uh, 2007 was imposing enough to represent almost the equivalent of the GDP of the entire world. The spread of such a kind of contract without proper limits has encouraged the growth of a finance of chance and of gambling on the failure of others, which is unacceptable from the ethical point of view. Hmm. Critique echoes comments made by Buffett in 2003 when he criticized the unchecked nature of the derivatives market. The Pope, though, has called for regulating speculative financial practices, reining in the absolute power of the financial system, which he said will bring more crises. Vatican said that in certain areas of the derivative markets, there's an ethical void which becomes more serious as these products are negotiated on the so-called markets with less regulation and are exposed more to the markets regulated by chance. So I guess they're making this into a um, almost a moral concern. In fact, not almost, they are. So that's interesting. But I'd never see him talking about the morality 
uh, or immorality of socialism and what that has brought, the kind of misery that has sown all over the world, including right now in Venezuela and, in fact, Argentina, where their economy is collapsing as well. And those hit pretty close to his birthplace. So where's his critique of socialism, I wonder? 888-900-3393. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 In the Houston area, authorities are updating the latest information. They're still saying at least eight people killed in the Santa Fe school, uh, Santa Fe High School uh, mass shooting incident. It just, man, I, I don't know the actual statistics right now. I haven't seen an update since about 2015 when it, was stated that these actually are on are in decline. That they actually used to happen more frequently than they do now, but they're reported so much more that it just it gives you the perception they're happening all the time. I don't know if that's still the case or if they actually are, but man, it even I perceive that these are happening all the time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Chad in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hey Pat, how are you doing? Good. Um, yeah, I appreciate you taking my call. I listen mm-hmm. to y'all daily as I get the opportunity. Thank you. Um, I've, you know, as a, as a parent, I've got a 13 year old daughter fixing to go to high school and, uh, my heart goes out to, uh, those victims because mm-hmm. there are some kids out there that, you know, they get angry and they, they get frustrated and they, they're going through life and there are some parents out there that, uh, I have to roll back on the parents, uh, being parents and being in touch with their children. Yeah. Um, it just came across to me, you know, I was talking to my kids about it and they're not worried about it. They're not fearful of it. You know, I, I educate my kids. I've been, you know, I was raised from four years old, how to properly respect tools and that they can hurt you. Um, and also sporting events and how to be respectful and, it's a moral issue when you take something and you maliciously want to hurt somebody. Um, and it came across to my mind that if, you know, if my kid goes to school and threatens another child, or if that happens to my child, um, it was an idea to me, because I want to be proactive about resolving these issues, um, to get in touch immediately with the parents and perhaps the police to investigate the home make sure that there, if there are weapons that they are securely held, you know, they're secure from the child obtaining possession of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, appreciate that. Uh, thanks for your thoughts, Chad. It, you know, and I think there is that protocol in place. I just don't think we take advantage. Again, we don't, we don't actually follow the protocol that's in place, and we don't follow the laws that are in place. It had to be close to 100 warning signs, red flags, that went up about that Parkland killer. Had to be. I mean, there, we just had a, a list earlier this week about 58 incidents at the school alone that were ignored and should have, should have caused the school to send him before a judge and before a uh, mental health counselor. So then you had all of the times, so you had 58 at school alone. Then there were all the instances where police showed up at his house. You had the calls to the FBI. You had the calls to the local police departments. Should have been prevented. But nobody followed up. Nobody did the things that they're supposed to do. So you can, you can come up with all the laws you want. You can have all the protocol in place that uh, is humanly possible. But if you don't follow any of it, it's not going to do any good. And that's what we're seeing here. It's like we've, we've got all the laws in place we need to, to fix illegal immigration. We don't follow any of them. So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to do more laws and you won't follow those either. So it just keeps piling up. But once laws go into effect, right, then everything's soft. Except for no. That's not how that works. <laughs> That's not how that works. So I didn't quite follow that. No, I guess not. So I once it's not. signed into law, then we're yeah. done. No, because yeah. then then the enforcement begins of that law. If the law is just sitting there, written on a piece of paper, sure, yeah, 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 then do done. a heck of a lot. It when does. you follow that law and when you abide by its protocols and its ordinances, why then? Okay, you know, maybe it's fixed. I don't know. It sounds like new math. I know or it's too complicated. It here. takes too much time and too much work. Who wants to do it? Yeah, I just want to, you know, get it done and walk away. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to have to think about stuff. Uh-huh. Let's just... You want our law to operate the way the UN does. <laughs> so when you got a rogue country violating UN uh, resolutions, and then you, you threaten them and you say, hey, you guys do that again, like we did with Iraq, over yeah. and over and over again. All right, you guys shoot at our planes again. Uh, we're going to have to... We're going to have to craft a new resolution against you. And then they did shoot at our planes again, and we had to do another resolution against them. Wait, why didn't the first resolution work? Because you already did it, and now we're done. Yeah, for some reason, Saddam Hussein didn't abide by that. And so, um, you know, even though we told him to, okay, and we asked him to pinky promise he would, yeah, he broke his pinky promise. Now, if you can't trust a man's pinky promise... Stop. Uh, I I can't help you then. Wait, he was a bad dude. He was an evil dictator. You're saying evil. he didn't tell the truth? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Okay. And that happened 18 times, uh, Keith. We we had 18 UN resolutions against him, and we didn't enforce any of them until finally it snapped, and and then we did. France said we just needed one more. 19 is one the charm. One more. That's a famous saying. One more. 19 is the charm. The charm. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you hear that from your parents? Oh, boy. Every hang in there, mm-hmm. fell once, twice, 19, 19's the charm. Yep, 19's the charm. Once, twice, three times, 12 times, 15, 19's the charm. So just keep going. Famous adage. Yeah. 
888-900-3393. But surprisingly, uh, the resolutions did nothing. They didn't, they didn't scare Saddam Hussein, and so we finally did something about it, and then people are pissed. <laughs> well, eventually you got to back up your resolution, right? And eventually you've got to enforce your laws. And if you do none of that, you're going to be sorry. And that's the sorry state that we find ourselves in right now. 888 Hey, one of my favorite actors was speaking at a, uh, a graduation ceremony at Kent State University. He was at their commencement, I think, right? Yeah. He was their con- commencement speaker. I heard uh, he said some pretty good things. Hmm. Is that true? Can we talk? Can we play the uh, Michael Keaton segment where he's talking about being gentlemen? Mm, number C. Letter C. C. Let's take a look at Michael Keaton and his uh, speech to the students at Kent State. Do me a favor. All right. If I I'm going to ask you to be respectful, mm-hmm. to respect yourself. Always think of the other guy, as my mom used to say. Be thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Honor mm-hmm. decency. And fellas, be a gentleman. Hmm. That's nice. That's good advice. Oh, that is good. I like That's that. That's decent. Hey, all right. Okay. Uh, also, D, oh, where yeah, he uh, yeah, slips in some fun stuff. <laughs> Here's what uh, Keaton said. And I've got two words that I want you all to remember. They're very important. And if I leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with these two words. And those two words are, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff right there, huh? That's good, yeah. yeah. Take that into life. Uh, that's an interesting choice for a commencement speaker. I wouldn't have thought of Michael Keaton. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, is he from? Did he graduate yeah, from Kent yeah. State? He, well, he didn't graduate. Uh, oh, okay. If, he if just you, he attended Kent if State. If you watch the arduous speech, uh, he just went there. Okay. Um, so, but uh, yeah. So he mentions that? Mm-hmm. So the whole speech was pretty good then, right? We're pretty happy with this speech? Um, we played oh, no. the two good clips from it. <laughs> the two good clips. It was 20 oh, minutes no. long, and you got two good clips out of it. What else are you asking for? So he spoke for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and those are the two good things he said. <laughs> Be a gentleman, and uh, I'm Batman. Yeah, that's what he did. Oh, it was no. good. All right. Oh, yeah. He also talked about fairness. Oh. I'm guessing we're going to love this. Oh, you want to hear clip A? Yeah. Here we go. All right. I tell you my favorite type of education, though, what I really love and support is the idea of some sort of free education. Wait, what? Because there's a lot of people out there who will never have the opportunity, because of financial reasons, to have the opportunity that I have and we have all here today, and that comes down to one thing, that's unfair. And when it all comes down to it, things are either fair or unfair, and there's usually very little in between. Oh, no. Please don't tell me that he's a stinking socialist. That's a too. bad word in my house. Fair. You know, I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen Michael Keaton speak politically before, and I like it that way because yeah. uh, as he's starting to get into fairness and everything needs to be fair and it must be fair. Okay. Oh. Maybe, maybe we don't play the next clip. Then we're good. Oh no. Okay. Now nah, we're good. We're good. It gets worse than fairness. And free education. Yeah, I'm sure the school you're free speaking college at education. would love everyone to go there for free. <laughs> I well, yeah, because they're not paying for it. We are. Yeah. They're still getting their money. 
at boy, the college. And that got applause, I tell uh, you. That, boy, yeah, the students love that. Yeah. Yeah, free, free education. Stuff, free everything. And then, you know, beyond that, it's not fair that some people don't have a house when they graduate. That's not fair. What about free housing? It's what about f- a free house? It's not fair. Let me ask you this. Here's a basic staple of living on this planet. What about what about the fairness of food? Some people don't have a lot of food. Mm-hmm. What if food is free? Why don't I have... It's not fair that some people don't eat very much food. You're going to need a vehicle. You're going to have to get around. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you can't... What, can, can you walk to, walk to school? No. no. It's crazy. No. It's not fair. No. It's not you need a vehicle. Uh-huh. Something with good gas mileage. Okay, so we got... Right, well, we that would a, be more fair if it were mm-hmm. good gas mileage. A free vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, free food. Mm-hmm. Free place to live mm-hmm. and a free education. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the doctor if you get yeah. sick. Oh, that's Obviously right. Obviously, you need free health care, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, when you, you're going to get sick somewhere down the line. I mean, that's got to be free. Some people can't afford that. It's not yeah. fair. Think, it's not fair. Think about think about this. Um, you don't want to be walking around barefoot, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So let's go with mm-hmm. some free shoes. I and, love that. There's some people who can't afford it. Well, then work. And and uh, hey, you know. Hopefully, before the day you enroll, that you're planning to go to college. Hopefully, you've given it some forethought. Mm-hmm. And he did. Maybe that forethought yeah. includes getting a freaking job so you can pay your own way. Yeah. How about that? Nitpicker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know of anybody who is more poor uh, than my older brother was when he went to college. He worked like two or three jobs while having, uh, while being married. He got married really early at 19. They started a family while he's in college. And had nothing, but he he worked his way through school. Mm-hmm. My parents couldn't afford it to put him through school. He couldn't afford uh, to go to school. He had to work. <laughs> that Anybody? is so old fashioned. Yeah, did, did I, that, I mean <laughs> yeah, that notion is just that's co- silly. It's but, not even on. brought up anymore. No, of course not. Hey, work your way through school. No, that's no. too hard. That's too hard. There aren't oh, enough well, hours in the day. Then I can't because mm-hmm. yeah, that's Some, then somebody, I won't have any free time. Right. Some, somebody bought your brother shoes right free shoes no 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 free, free paper shirt? zone free shirt. Yeah. free shirt he was so poor uh when he was going to boise state it was winter time and i think he was coming home for christmas he his wife and their infant baby uh and he they were <laughs> so poor they had this old beat up clunker with a hole in the floorboard wow that was such that you could see the road as you were driving yeah and they had no workable heater. And it was about 10 degrees in Idaho and probably 10 below in Montana. And he still no. drove home for Christmas break because he wanted to be with the rest of the family so badly. Was he? But those are the conditions yeah. that people used to endure when they were trying to educate themselves. Because they knew that, hey, this isn't something I take for granted. I'm going to get an education. I'm going to make sure it happens. And there's nobody who's going to make it happen but me. What happened to that in America? Or you're going to make life decisions that are stupid, and you're going to have to figure your way out of them. Uh, and, and I know you're going to want to jump on this. Remember when I left you in the lurch in Houston, Texas, Pat Gray? Yeah, broken and, and, uh, <laughs> right? and a lonely man. Well, it worked out great yeah. for me because I ended up uh, about six months later mm-hmm. um, selling my CDs uh, to a UCD shop so that I could afford food. And uh, that was a decision well, that's I not made. Fair. Wow! I, that was a decision I made, and I wow! I, I that's I had so, to live with that consequence. Where was the government? Why didn't they? Right. Why didn't they help you? Why didn't you test for some food? I, yeah, yeah. I should have. I, where in, was your free car? In retrospect, I absolutely should have done that. I should have mm. gone to the government and mm-hmm. said, "I screwed up. 
I left Pat Gray. Yeah. And um, now I'm not going to get a decent paying job. A, a wife and a child at home. Mm-hmm. Made a poor life choice. Yeah. And uh, I can't pay for that. I but can't. You know what? Experience. You persevere. The- you recover. You figure things out. And you stop depending on everybody else to take care of the things that you create in your own life. Yeah, that's how it used or to be. Or you learn how to work the system. Like Jeff. <laughs> yes, you're right. Either way. <laughs> I didn't know Jeffy at the time. See, I could have gotten by See? so much easier. Or as. Michael Keaton suggests uh, the government just makes it fair for you. They just make it fair for everybody. Everybody gets to do the exact same thing. As if, not only are we born equal, but we stay equal throughout our entire lives. That's what they want to push down our throats. It's unbelievable. 888 joined by Brad Staggs and uh, Earwax Fun. Yeah, well, actually, with a story uh, from the UK, this guy has actually been in the news before uh, in the Earwax Arena. Do their ears look like their teeth over there? Uh, the well, from the looks of this... Um, oh, no. Um, no, Yeah, honey. it's possible. Uh, this audiologist in the uh, UK is uh, called the Wax Whisperer, <laughs> uh, and he just uh, he saw a patient. He gets all the chicks, doesn't he? he? Oh, man, I tell you what, you ought to see him at a party. <laughs> wow. Oh, yes. Guess what I do, baby? He operates the Hear Clinic, and um, a patient came in and had a real nasty ear infection, and it was caused by a hearing aid. It was caused because the, the, the hearing aid kept pushing that wax back in there. Oh. Now, you see, if she had had the WaxRx system, yeah. if she had gone to usewaxrx.com, she would have been able to avoid what is most likely a very, very expensive medical bill right. that the government should probably pick up. Don't they have free health care over there? Yes, they, yes do. they do. Well, then she and doesn't have to worry about it. She has right. an infected ear it's taken care of. <laughs> but here in the United States, if uh, you've developed this, and, and it's just one of those things. If, if we just left our ears alone, they would clean themselves just fine. But we stick hmm. everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, not everything. But the things we shouldn't stick in there, we put in our ear. Like Q-tips and paper clips and you know ballpoint pens, stuff like that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Go to usewaxrx.com, and if you pro, uh, use promo code radio, you'll get free standard shipping, and you'll be ready for this emergency when it happens. Use wax rx.com Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network Starting to look like there might be uh, <laughs> ten killed in that horrible mass shooting um, in the Houston area this morning at another school, Santa Fe High School. The uh, the killer in this particular case, it's being reported, used a sawed-off shotgun, which, if I'm not mistaken, is illegal, and so shouldn't have had that. He was willing to break that law, though. That's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and he had a handgun. So in this particular case, there was no weapon of war. Uh, it seems like a shotgun has avoided... Compl- in fact, a shotgun was promoted by Joe Biden, so it's... I mean, that's a weapon of peace. <laughs> it's an instrument of peace. There was no scary AR-15 here to kill 10 people. Jeez. Um. So, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts on this or or anything during the course of the week. It is uh, another free speech Friday. You can also reach us at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Lori D 
Fair warning, John Q. Law. I'm making Tuscan Tuscan garlic chicken with sautéed porcini mushrooms later. <laughs> Hopefully she'll get a knock on her door. Yeah, right. Scoff law. I prove it. Prove it there at their porcini and not uh, and not the magic mushrooms. <laughs> From Attack Yuki. Sorry, officer. I don't have to prove that I didn't commit a crime. The burden of proof rests on the accuser, also known as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so weird that this could and did happen in the United States. Uh, from Caitlin, does 19's The Charm apply to speeding tickets? I guess we'll find out soon. Because <laughs> eh, we're only on 15, That's so we're not there right yet. There, I don't Caitlin. I don't know yet. It's a good point, Caitlin. <laughs> and Jules May, to all the gun-grabbing advocates, you can't solve a human problem using a political solution until we cure what ails the human heart, violent acts will continue to occur. Uh, so true. And we see that all the time. See that all the time. Actually, CNN is still reporting. I read online it was, it was 10 people confirmed, but this says at least eight still. And it was a 17-year-old student. They haven't identified the murderer's name yet, but it was a 17-year-old student. Why? Why? Let's look into the human heart. Let's look into the human brain. Let's look into the psyche of people. It's hard to imagine that when you mention uh, the mental aspect of this, the left is completely offended. How dare you make this a mental issue? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm not making it that. The, The mental patients are making it that. The people who think it's okay to go into a school and... And murder people. They're the ones that have made it that. And it clearly is that. There used to be a system for helping people who were out of control. And apparently we don't have that anymore. They just keep going to school. They just keep uh, apparently, I I don't know, uh, being made to feel like loners. We hear that all the time. They're alone. They were bullied. They were this. They, they broke up with a girlfriend. And sometimes it's not even anything like that that set them off. Sometimes it's notoriety. And it's interesting that Matt Bevan, governor of Kentucky, brings up uh, video games. I still, I can't help but think that there's a component there of, of just taking away all sensitivity to violence. You do it so often, and you repeat that so often, and could that, I don't know, does it make it so that you don't care as much about life? It doesn't seem real to you? I I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of disagreement on that, but uh, I think it's worth looking into. Oh, absolutely. 888-933-93, and of course, at uh, Pat Unleashed on this Free Speech Friday Science has come up with some more answers for us. Uh, This is great. They have uh, figured out, and it only took them 270 million years. Oh. But this week, scientists finally solved the mystery that's kept us up every night as a planet. We finally know where octopuses come from. Oh, nice. Outer space. Wait. Yeah, they come from outer space. I thought you had the answer. Yeah, I do. It's right there. Outer space. Uh, That's according to scientists. Okay. That explains why they look like aliens. Uh, it turns out that octopuses or octopods or 
whatever plural usage of the word you want to use. Okay. Uh, they were aliens that evolved on another planet. But scientists have not figured out which planet they evolved on. Wait a minute. But they've definitely narrowed it down okay. to one, one of the planets in one of the galaxies. So we're getting really close to a really cool answer here about the genealogy of octopuses. But how did they get here? Though? Did they fly there? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Another code cracked by the Simpsons. The aliens are like octopi that mm-hmm. pilot the spaceship. Oh my gosh, the Simpsons did it again. Okay. Triple Eight, 93 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 888 They're reporting nine deaths now at Santa Fe High School from this horrific uh, mass murder. 17-year-old student walked in with a sawed-off shotgun and a handgun and just started shooting people again. Apparently. So he's in custody. Somehow they apprehended him without shooting him uh and there's a second person of interest also in custody so i don't know if he had help i don't know if there was a if he was if there another shooter but two people are in custody for that yeah and and apparently mm-hmm. uh, possible explosives found at the high school and Jeez. officers are working to render them safe okay so how does how do the explosives fit into the anti-gun rhetoric hmm what are we going to do about that? <laughs> are, is that the explosives' fault? Did they plant themselves? We had too much access to explosives now. Seriously. At some point, you have to say, this is because of really troubled, really screwed up, really evil people. And maybe that's what we should be, you know, funneling all of our effort into. Fixing that problem. Just gone so dark as a society triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed yesterday we were talking about the johnny cash album it came out last month it was he had a book in i think 2016 a book of poems there were something like 75 unpublished johnny cash poems that his son had found And uh, he said some of the poems seemed like they were folksy, Mm -hmm. maybe make for a really good folk song. Others seemed like heavy metal uh, lyrics. So what he did was invited a bunch of different types of artists, like some folk singers, some heavy metal artists, to perform these poems of Johnny Cash. The poems put to music. And I mentioned the fact that I'm not a real big... uh, Johnny Cash fan. And there were quite a few people who took exception to that. But when I realized that Johnny Cash is in both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Country Hall of Fame, I was somewhat bewildered since, you know, Foreigner, who was an actual rock act, 
and belongs in the Hall of Fame is not. Johnny Cash is. Foreigner's not. Where's the justice in them? Where's the fra- Call Michael Keaton. Where's the fairness in that, Michael? <laughs> I want some fairness here. Mm-hmm. Bring, and there's no fairness. Bringing it home, Pat. <laughs> it is not fair that Foreigner's not in the Rock Hall of Fame and Johnny Cash, who's not a rocker, is. Where's my fairness? Where is it? In fact, I, I, he is the only person in history who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Country Hall of Fame, and the Songwriters Hall of Fame. One person is in all three. Isn't that something? That's wild. That is. I like that. So people were all attacking me and my love for Foreigner and my bewilderment bewilderment over them not being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, And someone tweeted that uh, Bernie Sanders will probably wind up in the Rock Hall of Fame before (laughs) Foreigner. True that. (laughs) I mean, that guy's a singer. And, you know, while it it was insulting to me initially. Really? Yeah, it was hurtful. At first. At first. You came and to then your senses. I, well, I did because I thought, well, wait a minute. Is that so outrageous? I mean, we do remember that uh, incredible talent that he displayed on his folk album from 1986. Uh, and I, I referred back to that album and went over uh, some of the genius mm-hmm. That spilled out of him there. And then I thought, yep, they're right. It, Bernie will be in the Rock Hall of Fame before Foreigner. As I went walking that rivet of highway, <laughs> I saw above me. He saw above him. What does that even mean? I saw above me. That endless skyway. That endless skyway. I saw below me. Isn't it interesting? The first saw is saw. The second saw is just saw. How that happened and why? I, just, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, he we're changes. unraveling another mystery here. Mm-hmm. He changes on the fly. This <laughs> that golden valley. That golden valley. Yeah. This land was made for you and me. Beautiful. This wow. So you're welcome for having that in your head the rest of the day. I really hate that backing vocal sound from the 70s, early 80s. Well, they had to have somebody who was singing. They couldn't just have a guy talk through every song. I soar above me. And then you get to the hook and you got to have some relief from the Bernie nonsense. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we'll be looking for that next year for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. I mean, Grammy Award winning. Yeah, you know it's happening. You know it's happening. Uh, something else that's happening are is that a lot of '80s show shows are being revived on uh, TV now. I guess we're out of every idea. Every idea, yeah, has already has already been hatched it's, and already been implemented. It's like the patent office. Remember, we had to close that. We thought about it, right? That's yeah, we like did. What we need to be doing with TV. Everything's yes. been done, man. We're done. We must be at that point because the only new shows that are coming out are '80s shows. Roseanne, <laughs> um, the Murphy Brown. They're rebooting Magnum P.I. without oh no I our know. female listeners will be will be so disappointed without Tom Selleck and your male listeners. I mean, well, other and, than yes, you, that's true, Mister. That is true. Tom Selleck hater. They're not even using his mustache, which is very very inappropriate. I feel it's. I mean, his that's what made that show. Yeah. Well, they I'm haven't glad brought, you're coming around. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
They haven't brought back moonlighting yet, but watch for that just around the corner. I'll bet they do. I'll bet they try. Hmm. They're also bringing back something called The Kids Are All Right, which is supposedly a Wonder Years ripoff. I, I remember loving, man, yeah. I love the Wonder Years. Oh, in me the too, 80s. Man. Did you? Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very hooked on that. That was appointment watching for me. That was appointment television. Uh, so they're also bringing back a uh, Dynasty reboot on CW. Aww. That'll be uh, on Fridays. I think that's already on. That's, yeah, that is already on. Wow. Amidst the never-ending uh, rotation of cop shows, doctor shows, legal dramas, sitcoms, there's a lot of primetime NFL action, of course, it's still on TV, and that's about the only new stuff that's going to be airing. Just the sports events. Uh, something called uh, Lethal Weapon is oh. back for a second season. Lethal Weapon is another old, not TV show, but movie. Uh, they are bringing back Charmed, which is an 80s, but it's 90s, right? Isn't didn't wasn't yeah. Charmed from? Yeah, I think that's the 90s. Is Alyssa Milano going to be least... a part of that? Oh boy! Oh, oh. <laughs> heaven help us! But hey, but look, 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 look. Maybe she will. Because look, okay, stop for a second. Let's noodle this out. You're not going to watch it, right? You're not going to watch Charmed reboot, right? No. Okay, I'm not either. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can get her involved on some level, and that's less time she'll have to tweet. <laughs> that would be nice. Yes, that would be nice. Uh, something else television related. Uh, ABC News is going to do a two-hour primetime TV event about Michael Jackson. Exploring his life and legacy. Um, and his comeback uh-huh. and the last few days and weeks of his life. The, the Last Days of Michael Jackson airs Thursday, May 24th on ABC. What would Michael Jackson say about this show if he were still with us? That's horrifying. What, what kind of freak would be doing a show like that about my last days? Um, Michael? That's none of anybody's business. <laughs> That's horrifying. You know, you're going to look uh, interesting in high definition. I'll tell you that. Um, your uh, face. Yeah, this is going to be yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. And this is, I'd be interested in that. And I think that I'll be watching that. 888 uh, and it, again, it Pat Unleashed, if you want to tweet. Gloria in New York, you're on The Blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. Love Hi. the show. Thank you. Um, I really just wanted to, uh, I get infuriated with these shootings because the person who's doing the shooting probably is very sick. Yes. And our mental health system is horrendous. I don't know if most people are aware that when you go to a psychiatrist, it's a diagnosis. They dispense meds. You see them every three months for meds. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it, it's totally unfair to the patient. The patient's family does not have input because the patient normally will say, I don't want that. I've yet to meet somebody in a mental health crisis that's objective about what's happening with them. It, 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 it's unfair to everyone. So our health, mental health system is atrocious. It's broken. It makes my blood boil. Mm-hmm. Boil when I see this. Because a lot of this doesn't have to happen. Yeah, and what's ha- what's even more infuriating is that anytime you bring that up, uh, the left goes into hysterics that it has nothing to do with that. It's not about mental health. Well, uh, it, of course it's about mental health. No, Nobody gets about up the guns. in the morning and says, you know, today I'm going to shoot people. Right. Nobody in their right mind. That's for sure. 
Uh, thanks a lot, Gloria. Appreciate the call. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is interesting to me. I found out recently that psychi- psychologists or psychiatrists they don't really do psychiatric care. They do dispensing of drugs, as Gloria was just saying. But they don't really sit there and walk you through your problem. That's a that's a therapist of some kind. You need to have it's another kind of uh, doctor. So the psychiatrist dispenses the drugs. Then you need to have also a some sort of a therapy person that talks to you about your problems and tries to work you through it. Because the other guy just hands out the, uh, you know, whatever drug that they think is going to help you, the Welbutrin or whatever. Uh, so it, it's a, it is an interesting system. And I think an awful lot of people are falling through the cracks. And we got to do something about it. There's got to be something we can do. 888 You know, losing weight and keeping it off can be a real struggle. And when you hit a certain age, uh, it can become a really big struggle. You want to lose pounds, but sometimes it just feels like you're shoveling sand on the beach. So that's where Riduzone can help you. With proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight. And, which is even tougher, I think, help you keep those pounds from coming back. Riduzone is safe, it's natural, it's FDA acknowledged, and what they did was they took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA. OEA has been shown to boost your metabolism, and so it helps you burn fat, and it reduces your appetite. So if you hit the age where nothing seems to work, it's time to try Riduzone. Order today at Riduzone.com and enter the promo code PAT. Just that simple. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Time to make that happen. Rid you zone. They will, it will help you get over the hump. And then once you do that and you lose the weight, it will help you keep it off. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. School shooting in uh, suburban Houston. Nine students, one teacher killed is the latest information in that uh, shooting. The murderer is in custody and so is another person of interest. We'll keep you posted as uh, information becomes available. 888 and at Pat Unleashed. Hey, Pat, MIT. You know, the smart one. All their classes are available free online. You won't get their diploma, but you can still learn. Oh, that's cool. That's like Prager you for your kids and, and just for you in general. That is, wow. I'm telling you, man, YouTube has really cool. replaced like something like this, an hmm. education thing, but the grandparents, you know, like the stuff that they used to teach you, you now can just learn yeah. watching a video. I love it. From Struggling Lumby, Octopi originated on one of the planets in one of the galaxies during... <laughs> I, I, I see what she's doing here. Octopi originated on one of the planets in one of the galaxies during some of the th- summer months. 
according to Dr. Mathlowski. <laughs> and and uh, some of the models of the model suggest suggest to, to Dr. Mathlowski that there Madlowski. is a seventy-five seventy-five percent chance that the entire North Pole cap North during summer, during summer, during summer of the summer months, months could be completely, completely ice-free ice free within, within the next five to seven. The years. next five to seven years. Is there another disclaimer <laughs> I could put in there? Eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, yeah, of course, yeah. Jeff Flaky Flake. Oh, this is from uh, Governor. Mike Huckabee. Yeah, Mike Huckabee. What he does is he's he so tweets good. out funny stuff. Funny, he's funny so tweets. Funny. And <laughs> he's the a creative. Funny never stops. Creative, funny, funny, funny guy. Mm. Here's what he said. Of course, Jeff Flaky Flake didn't vote for Gina Haspel. By the way, she was she was confirmed. Yes, she was. If Donald Trump nominated James Bond, he would have voted no. That's why Flake is Doctor No. <laughs> and I'll I'll be. I guess he's he meant I'll bet. Okay. And I'll bet he colluded with the Russians from Russia with love. I mean, this guy should be embarrassed. Borderline incoherent. Now, remember, seriously, I I think. And I'll bet he was really proud of that. Yeah, that's that's great. That's going to, man, that's going to be retweeted four million times. (laughs) He is so good. He was actually paying somebody (laughs) who quit about a month ago, right about the time you got sick. We never got to this story. Um, He was paying somebody to tweet tweet for him. And it, oh and I was gosh. like, "Are you kidding me? Because this is horrible." Well, as it is, this now, crappy one. Well, now it's was in fact retweeted thirty three hundred times. And that was can you believe that? I, look, so but now now it's still bad, but now it's got typos. So I think he was just paying the guy for the typos or for the for the correct spelling of stuff. So you don't think but, the the humor was from the guy? It was actually. Oh no, I'm saying humor. they both suck at that. Yeah, but now can't spell it. <laughs> just horrible i mean what a i don't it's it's hard to decipher even what he's trying to say there <laughs> even how it's supposed to be funny because it's not look at look it's at, not I, I can i can do this donald trump thing the nickname thing jeff flake i'm gonna call him Ooh, let me do something really biting and creative see, jeff uh how about, how about flaky flake how much do i owe you for that tweet how much i owe you for that that's good Ugh. triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three josh in kentucky you're on the blaze hi hey pat hey. i just wanted to let you know how much i hate you now oh, no. um yeah mm. So last week I was sitting there thinking, you know, I just love when Al Gore shows up on your show, you know, here and there and, you Mm -hmm. know, talks with y'all. And I was just thinking, you know, it'd be funny is if Al Gore sang happy birthday to himself. And so I Googled it and uh, ended up his birthday's on March 31st. And that's my birthday. Wow. And yeah, so now I have the pleasure of knowing the rest of my life that I share a birthday with Al Gore. When somebody's telling me happy birthday, chances are they're telling him happy birthday. Yeah. Whenever, you know, they're singing happy birthday to me, they're singing happy birthday to him. Right. And I just want to let you know how much I hate you, and I'll stop listening to you now. <laughs> All right. But for real, it, it killed me. I just thought yeah. it was funny. I mean, like, so I share a birthday with Christopher Walken and Al Gore now. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Josh. Uh, at least you, you'll know that he's not celebrating with uh, – with candles on his cake because that would put CO2 into the atmosphere. 
and uh, and kill the planet. When you blow them out, yeah. you're exhaling a lot of CO2. Oh, and you got the smoke that's, a that's polluting the air. Yeah. So My I'm goodness. sure he doesn't do any of that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Remember when uh, Fox News was doing their big search for who's going to be the new CEO after Roger Ailes died? You knew it had to be after all the scandals, after all the sexual harassment allegations. It had to be a woman, and they've just announced Suzanne Scott mm. is being promoted to uh, chief executive of the news organization. Uh, she they they noted in the new, in the press release that she made history. As its first female CEO, uh, two days after the network announced it had settled the remaining the remaining gender and racial discrimination lawsuits from the Ailes era for right around ten million dollars. Wow, man, they paid out a lot. <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is that Fox News, w- one of the first things she's doing is. Uh, They've instituted a meditation room where people can go and and meditate when they when they need to at Fox oh. News. Yeah, it's complete with Muslim prayer rugs, and so you can go into what used to be Ollie North's office and uh, meditate and do your you know five Muslim prayers a day uh, on a nice Muslim prayer rug in there. Is there any accommodation made for the Christians in the workplace to go somewhere and pray and have quiet meditation? It's a Christian society, Sit and read, Pat. Read scriptures or whatever. Everywhere uh, is. <laughs> I just find that. I mean, here's Fox News doing this kind of stuff now too, and I think this is going to get a lot worse because uh, Lachlan Murdoch has just been put in charge of all of these decisions. Um, Rupert Murdoch's, both of his sons are super liberal progressive guys. And my guess is we're going to see a lot of changes at Fox News. A lot of changes. Mark my words. <laughs> Wait a Write minute. that down. So what, what, we'll see if it comes to fruition. Do you want to be specific on what you anticipate? I, I think it's going to be less and less conservative. I think uh, they're probably going to start hiring people that maybe are a little more reliably center center left hmm. occasionally okay and i think that's why this is a really good time for people like uh salem and and others newsmax there's been several networks that said hey we're gonna we're gonna put together a primetime lineup and challenge fox how, how, this might be a good time for that yeah i mean i'm not as interested in uh, in that as much as i want to go back to the fox news thing and figure out how do, how do we quantify this because i'd like to get an underwear eating bet out of this from you <clears throat> yeah well you're not going to get an underwear eating bed Really? Yeah, there's no way to quantify it. Well, there is a way. I okay. mean, when they start hiring people that are left of center, uh, then you'll know. And you'll know. Will you get more people like, uh, let's say, Shepard Smith on the network? Well, he's on there. Yeah, I know. But you're so. going to get more. You're going to get more people like Shepard Smith. And you're going to have people doing not just news broadcasts like Shepard is supposedly doing just news. But you get a lot of opinion from Shepard Smith. <laughs> A lot. Okay. But when you start seeing the Shepard Smiths or that kind of person on a on an opinion show, you know, like maybe Fox and Friends or whatever, then you'll say, yep, Pat told us this was going to happen. Uh-huh. And then you'll see. And then, and then you'll see. And then when they don't, he'll eat his underwear. 
And then when they, but you don't know because maybe it's just around the corner still. Okay. <laughs> I didn't give you a timeline. No. So this is one of those open-ended with oh, disclaimers. That's good. Oh, thank you, Dr. Mathlowski. Sometime, according to Dr. Mathlowski, Fox News will become more liberal in some of their programming, in some days of the week, uh, uh, on certain uh, day parts of their programming, you'll see <laughs> more left of center people. <laughs> well done. <laughs> now, again, that's according to not me, but Dr. Mathlowski and his research. Some of his research suggests that there'll be some prime time uh, uh, opinion shows that might go partially uh, liberal. Okay. <laughs> and there's your definitive okay. statement Thank you. Uh, from me today. <laughs> awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Free Speech Friday, so yeah, whatever's on your mind, you can uh, share with us at triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and then of course. Also available at Pat Unleashed. And coming up, you got uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Uh, let's start with this, because we were just talking about the Fox News story. Mm-hmm. You know, the meditation room. I, I'm all about that. Sometimes you need <laughs> to just... Uh-huh. Get away from it all. You just, just need to home. contemplate. Yeah. Um, Close your eyes and focus on the light. Um, focus and over, on the light. over at Fox, they could all relax and think about how much... We love Trump. <laughs> we love Trump. Trump is our overlord. Trump can do no wrong. Trump is wonderful. Trump is love. But we're not fake news. They just they just appointed uh, Suzanne Scott as CEO, and some people are really excited because it's a female CEO at Fox for the first time. That was a fair bet. Others are not so excited because because as they say, uh, she was the enforcement arm of Roger Ailes to enforce his miniskirt policy with his on-air women. Well, I got to tell you. And so she, if she, he made her go, supposedly, and tell the women that, you know, they were supposed to wear miniskirts on camera. Well, first of all, I'd like to say. And uh, uh, obviously, that was very, very rigorously enforced at Fox. And I I would like to say, (laughs) good. Gets the job done, huh? But I would also like to say that uh, I noticed the other day while watching Fox, you and I both saw one of the shows that we referred to as 
the, the leg, leg show. show. Uh, there was one person who was normally part of the leg show in a yeah. pantsuit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, under ales, that would not they, have happened. You would have gone to a, a commercial and come back and she would have either been in a skirt or gone. <laughs> She would have been outside the window holding up a sign. Roger just fired me. (laughs) (laughs) Out in the street. Yep. (laughs) I mean, long gone. I mean, if listen, uh, if 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 the pantsuit is the move, good Mm -hmm. for Fox, but Mm -hmm. it's not good for the legs people (laughs) that are watching. Because look, let's be honest. Roger, while you know a dirtbag. knew what people wanted to watch on television. Yeah, I mean, it worked for him, right? Yes. Sure worked. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate that these women on the leg show mm-hmm. have uh, great opinions and are smart and, and highly of educated. Course. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you you appreciate mm-hmm. that, do you? I do appreciate Oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate, you appreciate that. that yeah. I do. I appreciate it very much. And it's good for them. Yeah. Good yes. for them. It's great. But, you know, it's also important to uh, for me to see fashion. <laughs> fashion on television. Sure. Well, you are fashion. I think you've always I, said that, right? Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you. Makes, makes perfect sense. Thank you. I also want to touch a little bit on you talking about your brother, mm-hmm. you know, uh, going to school and paying his own way through there. You know, my stepdad, uh, you know, born in the far western end of Nebraska, he talked about going to school, flunking out a couple of times because mm-hmm. he didn't have any money. He was working. He was trying to wife, first baby. Going back to school, finally had enough money saved to get to go to another class. Finally graduated from the University of Nebraska, all on his own. Then gets hired by Goodyear, and then General Motors picks him up. And General Motors then paid for him to go to night school, not miss mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Go to night school for a business degree yeah, outside he did of the both. engineering degree. Right. Uh, you know, but I'm just saying that those. I mean. That's why I don't have any patience for these whiners. I. Me too. No I, patience whatsoever. I mean, I, I, you know, I, it just doesn't make any sense. It, because a couple no of things. Reason. They think they're entitled to go not just to college, but to the best college in the country. Uh, and they should incur no debt from that. They want to go to an Ivy League school right. or Stanford or Rice and not pay anything. Well, no, I'm sorry. First of all, if you can't afford it, don't go to Rice. Thank you. If you can't afford it, don't, don't go to Harvard. If you can't afford it, you don't get a new car. Go to Tarrant County Community College. Right. That's what you do. <laughs> Thank you. That's what you do. Thank you. Or you save your money and you get a class at the big school. Two grand a year, maybe. Now, if you can't get a job and afford that, I can't help you because that's pretty (laughs) affordable. $2,000 a year for for schooling, for higher education. It's pretty affordable. And move and go from there. I mean, it's a a stepping stone process. Right. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, I remember just, I know it's sounding old school now, but I mean, I remember moving to Florida the first time and not having any money and walking back and forth to work and mm-hmm. so happy the first time I bought a car. I bought an $80 car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, yes! Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I can actually be mobile in an automobile now. You, yeah. you walked days are to gone. work? You didn't bike to work? No, I did not. I know today is National yeah. Bike to Work Day, but I, I don't want to promote their little bicycle. Um. <laughs> I don't want you know, I, no, I did not bicycle. No? Okay. No, I, I did not bicycle. I did not bicyclist. I didn't do any of it. No. Okay. Mm. No, mm-hmm. And if I would have, I would have run on the sidewalk. Okay. Uh, big big weekend. I noticed you, uh, you know, just uh, letting the, the championship big, huge wedding weekend go by the wayside without mentioning. Because I'm excited. Tomorrow is the day. Hmm. Well, I don't know why you try to poo-poo the excitement. 
Mm-hmm. What's going on? Because they couldn't care less about uh, what? the royal wedding. I mean, mm-hmm. it, look, Pat, I know that you might not be by a TV where co-anchor Robin Roberts and the World News Tonight anchor David Muir are going to be there reporting. Oh, but if you, if you don't have an opportunity to, to be with them, you can actually just go online and get the five hours of special coverage. It'll be available on the ABC uh, Good Morning America platform. Only five hours? <laughs> that's not nearly enough. If you think they should do like five days you, of they, you know they have been. You know, I know. right? I mean, oh, there's Megan, been a countdown. I mean, they yeah, have a countdown CNN. on CNN. And Started NBC's yesterday. there. Uh-huh. I mean, Megan, Megan's over there. Let me tell you. Let me tell uh-huh. you. The whole today staff is over there. I would watch that wedding if I thought there was a reasonable chance she might back out at the altar. That'd be actually fun. fun. That would be awesome. That'd be fun. You know, the dad isn't going to walk her down now. So we're not sure who's going to walk her down. It's a big, you know, the big surprise. Now I didn't know this till this week. She, I guess, she's a fairly accomplished actress. Yeah, she's she's on that show Stu loves. Suits. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Stu's been in love with her for a while. Mm -hmm. Is she still on it, or is she? No, I think they're wrapping it up. No, she's got it. No, look, no, look. uh, The queen gave the go ahead for the wedding, but you're not going to lower yourself with a TV show. Mm -hmm. Being part of the palace, my friend. Uh, No. Oh please! They're gonna be. They're gonna have a reality show soon. Harry and Meghan. <laughs> you know, and that wouldn't surprise me. And I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I bet the British people would not be would be okay with it as long as they realize that that money goes uh, goes back into the coffers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the mm-hmm. I mean the royals take a lot of cash <laughs> for uh, doing not much of anything. Yeah. But uh, sitting around saying. Uh, uh, that global warming exists, and we've got to, uh, you know, help everybody in the world, you know, except for us. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, open your doors and help all the homeless people, you know, except for our palace. I mean, <laughs> it's agonizing. It is. But the wedding isn't agonizing. I mean, they've been practicing for days and marching mm-hmm. and looking for the carriage roll. And, really I exciting. Mean, What's the weather like over there, there anyway? Um, beautiful. Perhaps that's why they're having the lemon elder cake, and the vegetables are fresh, and it's it's been beautiful, okay? Mm. Okay. It's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be 70 and sunny tomorrow. It's going to be <laughs> Wow. So clearly we Couldn't do control the weather. Better. We control the weather. I think that's Couldn't obvious now. Couldn't be better. All right. So uh, the drinking the most, the drunkest cities in America. I love this story. Uh, the drunkest and the least drunk, I'll give you a, who, a clue, uh, are my favorite football I team know. cities. I know. Provo, I know. Yes, and Green Bay. Yes, Thank you. love it. Yeah, actually, uh, Provo least, uh-huh. Green Bay most. Right, uh-huh. most drunk city. Um, nine out of the top twenty drunkest cities in America from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, it's not something. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Four of them from Minnesota. Uh huh. And actually, mm. kind of surprising on the uh, on the uh, uh, soberest cities. Mm-hmm. Um, six cities, mm-hmm. uh, the most from Tennessee. Four from Utah. Hmm. Okay. So I think that maybe some of those cities in Tennessee might still be in dry counties. Mm. Yeah, they might be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah. might. I don't think that exists anymore I, in Utah. I, I, for sure. I, I, don't, I don't know if it does or not, does. but four of yeah. them are from Utah. Of the, of yeah. The, so, I mean, Utah is slipping. Is, uh, well, ooh. Californians. A lot of Californians. Is Dallas on there. your list there anywhere? No. Hmm. No, no, Dallas. Okay. No, Dallas. Sorry, we can go down the list and give you some of the you know the top cities. Lincoln, Nebraska, seventeenth. Mm. You know, you know drunkest. what? I noticed? Drunkest. Oh, the yeah. drunkest is du- Dubuque. The drunkest are almost all in cold weather climates. Yeah, where they're not going to go outside. So I'm yeah, gonna we're going to drink. I'm just going to drink. Yep. Minnesota, Montana. It's fourteen below 
and uh, snowing. I'm just going to sit in here and drink. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because that's true, man. That yeah. is really true. Yep. And one of the best senior pranks of the year uh, has to do with a little bit of drinking. Uh, these, these high school kids uh, put together a prank that uh, showed a car crash. Mm. And if you're watching on Blaze Television, you'll see the, uh, the, uh, the, the picture of the car crash that actually uh, had everybody fooled. But uh, police in uh, oh, wow. Cumberland High School in northwestern Wisconsin uh, congratulated the students as one of the best senior pranks because <laughs> uh, it ain't real. Uh, it's just black tape and a crash car and throwing bricks around the outside of the car. So good. And then, That's really cool. That is really cool. They did a good job of that. They did a really good job. And then they uh, posted this, uh, the poster that talked about uh, don't let kids drink and drive. And parents, parents who uh, host huh. lose the most. Don't be a party to drinking. It's against the law. Did a really good job. Excellent job. Yeah. That's really good. Uh-huh. Uh, they were really good about that. And uh, it, I mean, it, it looks great. It really does. Uh-huh. It does. And Looks good like for them. it really happened. <laughs> That's cool. Hmm. Yeah, good for them. Um, also, you know, we had the sad news in Texas today in Santa Fe. Uh, if you, can, uh, if you yeah. wanted to help or do anything, you can go to mercuryone.org slash Santa Fe. But uh, yesterday, um, <laughs> yesterday in El Paso, authorities are tra- trying to determine how a box of ammunition fell from a military helicopter and crashed through the roof of an elementary school. Mm. Now, they say no one was injured, amazingly. Uh, The ammo box hit Parkland Elementary School in El Paso, left a hole in the roof. Power went out in most of the building. Uh, Officials at nearby Fort Bliss, oh, we may have to reassess flight patterns uh, uh, as part of our investigation. And and look, they care at the military at Fort Bliss because their statement from the 1st Armored Division uh, Combat Aviation Brigade, uh, Colonel Jay Hopkins, we are sorry for the damage and grateful no one was hurt. The end. Thank you. <laughs> How are things falling uh, out thank you. of a military plane I in flight? That's, don't know. That, uh, we're flying that's over, bizarre. We're flying over schools and uh, other civilian buildings. Yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't seem right. No, it does not. It does not seem right at all. And we found out today that uh, octopuses are aliens. Right, I mean, they, did. they landed on Earth uh, because uh, I guess they came, their eggs were on an icy comet. Oh, is that what happened? Yes, according to scientists, their eggs were on an icy comet. But we also know, okay, uh, thanks to uh, <clears throat> thanks to a video from uh, <clears throat> Secure Team Ten, as they uh, latched onto a video posted from Mrs. Lampshade uh, of, that she posted on Instagram, or at least the person posted on instagram the mrs lampshade account how uh ufos are uh getting their power and uh keeping themselves uh keeping themselves here on earth and nobody sees them and here's a little Mm. little bit of the report yet another one of these objects either struck by caught within or siphoning energy from Another one of these lightning bolts snapped just at the right time as it was coming down over the Czech Republic, (laughs) which, if you don't know, is a country located in Central Europe, right next to Germany, Poland, Slovakia, and Austria. 
And so as you're seeing in this still image here that was taken from a video and posted on Instagram by the user Mrs. Lampshade and then sent to me by a friend of the user, we can see what appears to be an obvious triangular shaped object and this massive lightning bolt, uh, what appears to be piercing right through it, lighting the entire object up with it. And without even tweaking the image, we can clearly make out the rigid outline of something. Yeah. So no, I, what do you got to say about that? I can't clearly can see make the, that out. The rigid outline of something? <laughs> I did not see it's the rigid right there. outline of anything. Mrs. Lampshade uh, posted mm-hmm. the video on the Instagram account. Yeah, and then he so got doubt it from it. a friend. Are you doubting Mrs. So, Lampshade? So thank no. you. No, I would never. Thank you. Now, I will say Far that, too credible. I will say that my wife mm. um, is... Um, Becoming known for taking lightning pictures, and I mean, she's oh, cool. out in the middle of oh. storms all the time, and she's got some great mm-hmm. lightning pics oh, that are being. Too, uh, and uh, I mean, I, we have some blown up, and she's we have shows, but not one, not one of her pictures, unless she's hiding it from me, mm-hmm. which is possible. Not one shows a a rigid, a, a rigid outline, uh, of, outline something, of something, something. <laughs> right? Uh, okay, very disappointing, actually. Yeah, it is uh, very disappointing. Uh, we have the big uh, new Ebola outbreak in the Congo spreads to a major city. Yay! <laughs> uh, the uh, confirmed uh, usually to the rural areas, but uh, no, not anymore. Coming to the big cities uh, since the outbreak outbreak began, we have forty five new cases, fourteen confirmed. So uh, the uh, aid organization, uh, Doctors Without Borders, are saying that uh, 514 people believe to have been in contact with infected people, and it's now uh, employing more than 30 people to the big city because uh, uh, it's not uh, it's not out in the farms anymore. Mm. It's coming to the big city. Yay! Mm. And so you know we still have. Don't forget it was 2014, right? When the big the last big scare mm-hmm. from Ebola, and we had. Uh, Couple people here in the states died. Uh, I don't know that it was an actual effect from Ebola. I mean, they it was kind of strange how they how they doctored how they made that count for Ebola deaths. But you know, two people died from the Ebola outbreak, the last in 2014. But the thing to worry about now, Brazil is currently battling widespread epidemic of yellow fever mm. with nearly 500 cases. Uh, between 2017 and February of this year, and 150 well, deaths. At least we got that mm. wall built, and we can stop in, that stuff. In Brazil, well, they're, I mean, they're looking at cities: Miami, Bangkok, Hong Kong, all the big, all the major cities that fly in and out. Uh, come, you know, the airlines come in and out of Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, and they are very concerned that the yellow fever could um, really become an epidemic. And why? At a time when global yellow fever vaccine supplies are diminished, the epidemic in a densely populated city could have substantial health and economic consequences. You think? I would think so. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about Ebola. I don't know that I've ever been offered a yellow fever vaccination. Hmm. Have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I know I mean, of. I've been vaccinated for a lot of stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's been vaccinated for something strange, yeah. it's you. I, I don't recall yellow fever. Well, so. they don't offer it to people that are already immune to diseases. So. <laughs> I'm not quite sure about that. And then I'll leave you with uh, uh, something to smile about this weekend. Okay. Um, from uh, at Cosmic Comics tweeted, My young friend Sterling saw this wrecked car while wearing his Superman outfit and had the best idea. And uh, little oh, that's kid, cool. that's really cool. And it's uh, it's been fun. making uh, it's been uh, making the rounds. Got you know 
tens of thousands of retweets and likes and everything this week. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's like that nice. Volkswagen commercial where, where the kids yes. dress like Darth Vader. Yes, and the dad is in the and back the window. Yeah. Dad does the <laughs> remote yeah, that's start. Really cool. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, really cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is a fantastic system. I love it. Uh, Keith loves it. Yeah. He got it for his home. Do we have that picture still of your daughter using it? Oh, I don't know. If they Revolutionizing home firearm training. Uh, iTarget uses your actual gun, the one that you use all the time, and it's in your home. So this is great on many levels, including you don't have to buy ammo which is an expensive proposition. You don't have to pay for range fees. You just do this in your house because it uses your smartphone and an app with a laser in place of a bullet. So when you fire your gun, the laser detects exactly where your shots are Right there in your own living room, like I'm teaching my kids. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to waste the gas to go down there. You don't have to waste your time waiting for a range to open up or the lane to open up. And Mm -hmm. uh, Now, see, what, what would be... Like, if you weren't using the iTarget Pro system here, and she was just firing your gun with a bullet in it, that could have been... Uh, that would have been an issue. Yeah, it would in have fact, been an issue. In fact, the dog edited out of that picture on the sofa would have been... Would have been. Yeah, he looks a little confused in that picture. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. There, there's my dog going, oh, oh, oh should, hey, hey. should I move? Should I move? With the iTarget Pro system, you don't have no to. No problem. You don't have to. And right now, you can save 10% when you use the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Offer code Pat. iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. here oil hit 80 bucks a barrel for a while yesterday and mm. then it dropped back down below 80 uh but 80 dollars a barrel is the highest it's been since 2014 when we had that really big spike yeah uh it looks like it's coming my uh daughter was just on vacation in california and they rented a suburban because they have a big family and so she uh had to fill it up before uh they returned it and it uh you know suburban has a pretty good sized gas tank and the gas in california was already 469 a gallon Uh. 469 a gallon in san diego and so it cost them 150 dollars to fill the tank 150 bucks how's that vacation working to fill a suburban gas tank can you imagine now so if you had a suburban in california and well, we fill up your tank maybe once a week. I mean, that's about how often I have to refill my tank. That's some serious budgeting. That's six hundred bucks a you month. You got to budget properly. That is six hundred a month. Up. I mean, you talk about pricing poor people out of business. Uh, there it is. So yeah, Brent crude oil on Thursday topped eighty bucks a barrel for the first time since twenty fourteen. Uh, no word on. Texas light sweet crude, but that does have. I I do know it has forty percent fewer calories than uh, Texas heavy crude, it tastes, and it's sweetened with stevia. I was just about to say, it yeah, tastes like real sugar though. Uh, it's a little bit yeah. of an aftertaste. It tastes like real sugar while it's in your mouth, and then 
that aftertaste. Well, only if in. you have a belching problem do you get the aftertaste. <laughs> uh, I've never fully understood what light, sweet crude is I... or Texas intermediate crude. Do you honestly want me to Google this? No, I'm not that interested, frankly. Too late, I'm doing it. There was a time when I was interested. That time has passed. <laughs> I just Googled. Also, do you, are you aware that uh, in Iran, there are more protests going on in that country against the regime? They want regime change again in Iran. And we missed an opportunity in what? Was that 2009, 2010? Uh, yeah, I'd say when Barack Ob- Obama missed Obama one. Obama wouldn't help him. Oh, yeah. Who didn't encourage it. Didn't send any help. Didn't send any encouragement whatsoever. I hope we don't make that mistake again. Big protests going on in the southern Iranian city of uh, Kazirin. Continuing for a second day following the death of two protesters on uh, Wednesday. Protests aim their wrath at the Iranian regime following a decision to split the city of nearly 150,000 into two townships. Now, why that would create violent protests, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. I just want Iran's regime to change. But they say that's only <laughs> one of the uh, boiling issues in okay. Iran. Apparently, people are really uh, upset about the oppression uh, and splitting their towns into two townships. Yeah, you don't need to be doing you, you that. You don't need to be doing that. You know, that. another thing they get upset about over there is uh, when they fail to designate what sweet crude oil is when they don't pay it off. Right. It's less than, uh, it's it's petroleum that, that has less than 0.42% sulfur. That's sweet crude. Okay. Okay? All right. Now, now you can sleep I'm tonight because you know glad I asked. what that's all about. Good. Thank you for that. 888 More Packer and Lee's just around the corner. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. I don't think we've ever mentioned the name. Maybe on the news reports, but I don't think we on the show have ever mentioned the name of the Parkland murderer. Have we? I, I, I hopefully think it not. slipped up a couple times. You it know? might have. Yeah, maybe. I but, reading a police report. Or and we intend not to say the name of this person. And we got a hashtag thing going on. Yeah, on Twitter. some listeners are really uh, getting doing the going. hashtag don't name the shooter, which I, I think might help. I, you know, they want notoriety. They're mentally ill. They want notoriety. They've been, who knows what their motivation is, but this is a possible motivation of getting notoriety, becoming famous. And I'm not going to help with that. No. The uh, murderer also uh, apparently placed explosives all over. They had pipe bombs, pressure cookers. He was planning something pretty big, apparently. And uh, so, fortunately, authorities intervened when they did. Who knows how many lives are saved? They're still saying at least eight. It, it could be ten. There, are th- some reports are nine students, one teacher. That's what I saw. Yep. So, uh, it's too many people, and it's happening too often. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Um, we also have this interesting story of. A 25-year-old man <laughs> who posed as a 17-year-old 
so he could go back to his high school days and experience his basketball glory all over again. So bad. (laughs) It's amazing. Happened in Dallas. Um, Sidney Bovier Gilstrip Portley. It's too many names. Hmm? Yeah, just it's too many names. I mean, Sydney Portley would be fine, Bouvier Portley, whatever. But this is too many names. Anyway, he started the school year at Skyline High School, uh, and he enrolled, claiming to be a Hurricane Harvey refugee from Houston. Months later, he he transferred over to Hillcrest High School and and joined the basketball team, where he became a star. He enrolled. Keep in mind, guys, twenty five years old. He enrolled as a freshman. And he was able to play the basketball season this year all year long, never got caught until toward the end of the year. Uh, I think they were, they were playing a tournament somewhere. Uh, and one of his former coaches spotted him, a coach from Mesquite, where I think this guy grew up and went to high school. And the Mesquite coach was looking at him during the game thinking. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. I I think he looks familiar. I, I think that's that's Sydney from Mesquite High School. What's he doing saying he's this other guy playing for Hillcrest? Oh wow. So he called the Hillcrest High School basketball coach and said, Hey, one of my former players who graduated seven years ago is uh, playing for you right now. Oh man. And uh so Police arrested him. He had, unfortunately, he had dated a 14-year-old girl while he was in high school. He claimed to be 17. 17 years old and a freshman? Uh, Okay. Um, But apparently the mother of the 14-year-old is really unhappy about that. Now, the 14-year-old said they didn't didn't get sexual, but they just dated. Mm. Um, They kissed. They kissed, I know. They did kiss. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So this guy played all season long, and he was actually voted the MVP of the uh, of his district, District 11 and 11 5A. <laughs> he was the MVP. I hope so. At 25 years old, played against high school kids. Yeah. Uh, during the course of the season, somebody tweeted out, "Hey, this kid's really good. He's, he put 40 points on the number one team in the nation." Well, yeah, he's 25 years old, and he's already been through all this. You probably should have put 80 up on you. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so weird. But man. they finally caught the guy and arrested him. And, uh, you know, is, is there anything you less like to do than go back to high school? No, thank you. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm never voluntarily what are you going doing? to enter a school for the purpose of learning. <laughs> no. Sitting. I mean, you'd have to put up with all the rest of the garbage that goes along with high school. Studying. Studying, Ugh. tests. All of the popularity stuff, all of the nonsense that happens. Of course, I don't know. When you're an adult, it might be kind of fun. It might be kind of fun to be mature and then back in that situation and then see if things go better. I mean, uh, you're, you're going on the premise that we've matured, Pat. Well, that's true. So, Which really kind of hasn't happened, has it? So, uh, no. Never mind. Scratch that. Yeah. Scratch that. I'm not going back to high school. I know. Even I though know. I could absolutely pull it off. <laughs> Little hair color, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's beard stuff, and, yeah. and maybe shave the beard. Maybe, and then uh, I'm in. I think. I think you. Would, I think I'm in. You got this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. 
All right, just be sure that we video this because I want to relive this later on the Blaze. And <laughs> then, make it yeah. a special. And then I'm, I'm in. Are you going to go back and play I some totally. basketball, or what are you going to do? No, I'd play football. You play football. And tennis, uh, as I did before, and just relive that glory because, oh, man. Because, you know, let's think about it. You probably you know, didn't really have a childhood since you grew up on the mean streets. Right, exactly. And so right. you were probably just trying yeah. to survive, and right. now you'd like to kind of go. And now I'd a, like to go back and enjoy a it. setting where, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Good luck. We're all counting on you. Um, I just don't know okay. how you're going to be able to do this show in, at, the, at the school hours, you know, 11 right. Central. Well, um, I just take early classes. And you can't, it's high school. I mean, they don't, it's true. like you're literally there from like yeah. eight to four or whatever. That's probably true. Yeah. So why don't you noodle it out? Pull off. And then we'll, we'll, well, go we'll work there. on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll mm-hmm. work on it. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let's go to Darren, Darian in Michigan. Hey, Darian. Hey guys. Hey. Um, I'll try to keep this as quick as I can. I, uh, I'll keep this as quick as I can. Um, about two years ago, I got married or got engaged to this woman, and uh, she has a, a disease called cystic fibrosis, mm. and um, it's it's a pretty rough disease. Yeah. Um, uh, what I'd like to talk about right now is how I've uh, I've been learning as much as I can about it. It's a really, 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 really rough topic. It's really mm-hmm. difficult, but... Um, what I'd really like to talk about is the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Um, there's a foundation, it's a national foundation that, that, um, that helps, uh, people who, who have illness. Um, it's, it's not just for people who can't afford it. It's, it's, they just want to help it. They're attempting to find a cure. They, uh, they, they work tirelessly. Um, my fiance just got out of the hospital. They do uh, a two week stay. Typically every every three to four months, um, that's hundred thousand dollars. And it's what? Um, for the stay. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, it, it's a it's it's the the medication, the treatments are all pretty expensive. And um, there's a website, the Blaze listeners, you guys that are listening right now, you guys are some of the kindest people mm-hmm. that I've not met. So how do you help? Because you're you're breaking up pretty badly. So go ahead and give. Uh, if people want to help out, how do they do that? CFF.org. CFF.org. CFF. Yeah. CFF.org. Okay. The Fibrosis Foundation. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Darian. Appreciate it. CFF.org. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yeah, I mean that is a nasty disease. Uh, and a lot really of these bad. groups that that help with. Um, Particular diseases. I mean, they do not get enough credit. Um, I, I know for a fact that the American Cancer Society um, does a lot of great things for people that are suffering from cancer. I mean, just mm-hmm. things as simple as you wouldn't even think of is like transportation to and from treatment and stuff like that. So I have no doubt that uh, CFF does great work as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great foundations out there. I mean, and then there's some scammers. Look how long that uh, Ronald McDonald has been trying to build his house. I mean, how big a house does that guy need? I mean, he's got you know clown what I mean? shoes that don't fit. I mean, we've been hearing about that house of his for yeah. 50 years. I mean, that should be a freaking mansion by now. Maybe, or either that sounds like a government project. You know, I mean, just... I know you have big shoes, mm-hmm. but how big a house do you need to fit him in it? <clears throat> okay. All right. Very well. I love that joke. That never gets old. Never does. That never gets old. Never. It's the joke that just keeps on giving, you know? This is kind of interesting. Um, 
888-900-3393. Apparently, people are more satisfied with the way things are going in the United States of America than they have been since 2005. 37%, 37% of Americans are satisfied with the way things are going in the country today. Up from 29% in April. So it went 29 to 37. Gallup has not me- measured a higher level of satisfaction since a 39% reading in late September 2005. If you were to be asked that question in a poll, are you satisfied with the way things are going in our country? My answer would not be yes. <laughs> My answer would never be yes. It would be not yes. be yes. And I don't I don't I don't know. I can't I in 2005 I'm not sure how I would have felt about it. And I don't remember, frankly. I barely remember getting up this morning. But I'm pretty sure if I get the Gallup poll, uh, people calling me, they say, hey, we're just doing a quick survey of if you're satisfied the way things are going in this country with the <laughs> things we talk about every day. Mm-hmm. There is no way I could answer that affirmatively. Mm-mm. Like, n- no. <laughs> No. Is this a joke? I mean, is that a real question? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> is this a trick question of some kind? What? A prank call? <laughs> <laughs> Click. I don't know. You tell me, 888 How do you answer that question in the affirmative? Or how would you answer that question? I'd really like to know because I, I don't see how you can say yes to it. it yes, Trump is doing some good things. But there are so much insanity, and we talk about it all the time. I really am not sure how you say, oh, yeah, I'm totally satisfied. Things are going great yeah. in this country. We've yeah. never been better. Maga, 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 maga. Never better. Maga. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about something I finally tried after hearing about it for a long time. Because it involved vegetables. And uh, I'm just not into it. Uh, but I did finally break down and gave Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition a try. And it's amazing. It does make you just feel better, I think, in, in your life. It gives you more energy. Keeps hunger at bay. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are pre and probiotic, boost your immune system, and has antioxidant power. It's not extracted from anything. This is actual real food from real superfoods like kale and and good vegetables that don't taste good, but they do good things for your body. And so you just take one scoop and you put it into a glass of water and then the water tastes, we thought it was like Mm Kool-Aid. Yeah. It it just tastes fruity and sweet. It's it's delicious. And, or you can put it into a smoothie like this. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. Drink that down. And uh, it tastes great. It's really easy to do, and you're done. you got a full serving of vegetables in your day, uh, which I personally wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Are you a vegetable guy? Do you eat vegetables? You like yeah, any? I you do? Some. I don't like beans and peas. No, and I don't like, like crap, beans. though, but... Green beans. Ugh. Like, Ugh. You know. So go to BrickHousePat.com, try Field of Greens today, and take 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network.
returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for returning with us. It means a lot. 888-933-93 means we have jobs, frankly, which is yeah, yeah, really good. That. That's a good thing. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, how long has it been since we've been saying, yeah, there might be something wrong there? Or just, I mean, aside from her just being outrageously stupid, <laughs> there might be something else. Yeah. There might be another factor here. Uh, she's... I mean, she has. she's responsible for some of the dumbest things ever uttered by American politicians. But lately, in the last maybe year or two, there, I mean, there's some concerns, I think, that there's something going on there. And I keep going back to this, back to the pharmacist for Congress, the, the pharmacist to the U.S. Congress, yeah. they have a pharmacy right by the Capitol building, and I guess all of the politicians go there, and they have all these great perks, and so the pharmacy actually delivers them drugs all the time, and so this pharmacist was talking about all the drugs that he delivers to the representatives on Capitol Hill, and in some cases, he said it's Alzheimer's medication. Well, wow, that's a concern. Who has Alzheimer's that is making decisions on behalf of the United States of America? Uh, is that something we should maybe know about? Anyway, uh, she she did another speech. What was the occasion here? Do you have any idea? Well, every week the um, the, the oh, is this House just leaders, a yeah. normal yeah, House so leader is, thing? Yeah, this is the yeah, House Minority Leader gives a little speech, a rundown of what they've been working on last week. Okay, and here's what happened. Farmers are struggling with plummeting prices great economic uncertainty, and self-inflicted damage of the Trump tariffs. I say self, self for our country. Uh, but Republicans wrote a bill that abandons farmers, uh, uh, fam- farming families. It weakens, weakens the farmers' safety net. The GOP wants to cut $23 billion from child nutrition, veteran nutrition, the SNAP program, Endangering a lifeline for hungry children, seniors, students, 1.5 million veterans Mm. are involved in the nutrition program. 23,000 active duty families rely on food stamps. We know we can come to the table to get the job done, but this is ideological about, I don't know, taking food out of the mouths of babies that maybe is a priority for them. Again and again, we see Republicans oh, yeah, try to force a oh raw deal on working belly. families to pay for handouts to the rich that already wealthy. One percent of their tax bill went, 83 percent of their tax bill went to the top one percent. President Trump's month, month, months delayed speech mm. on prescription drugs. Remember the new deal, the better deal. They have a raw deal. We have a better deal. Better jobs, better pay better future uh, it's just rough, uh, man. yeah it's and i i think i've seen worse from her really yeah yeah i i think i've seen worse well i think i think the thing that was startling here was that she realized how rough it was even from her perspective where she had that deep <laughs> sigh she's like yes <sighs> okay, uh i can't this, even get through this, this uh yeah i think yeah. she knows she's struggling i mean she may know i mean she's her so she may know more of what's happening right now but if she doesn't she's got to be frustrated because that's just mm-hmm. something's wrong there mm-hmm. i mean i just I, I stumble just by being not to mention she's been more coherent in the past the actual content of what she's saying 
that <laughs> it's a priority of Republicans to take food out of the mouths of babies. Yeah, it's a, it's a priority for uh, Yeah, that's that's a priority for Republicans. We all know that. They want uh, food out of the mouths. They don't want them to eat. They don't want them to have clean air and water. Yeah. The dirtier the air and water, the better mm-hmm. for Republicans. Yes. The more children they can kill, the better off they are. Oh, wait, no, that's Democrats with abortion. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I got confused for just a second there. But don't you like, uh, did you know people that, that go and, and, and vote straight Republican ticket because that's their priority to take Yeah, mouth, to, take, to take, take food out of their mouths. <laughs> I'm Nancy Pelosi. Hi, my name's Keith. <laughs> I mean, if you're not careful, you can get trapped in that. Uh, but I mean, she's brought us some incredible wisdom over the years, uh-huh. and I, I, I'm just looking forward to that again. Because like, the Constitution you know, does not say that a person can shout, yell, "Wolf!" in a crowded theater. No, it doesn't. The Constitution does not say that you can yell "Wolf!" Mm-hmm. in a crowded theater. There's nothing in the Constitution about that. Nope. So don't try to do that if you're going to a movie this weekend. <laughs> don't don't be yelling "Wolf!" Don't yell "Wolf!" Mm-hmm. in a crowded theater. Now, if it's not crowded. Go ahead and yell wolf. Wolf! And then it should be okay. Can you, like if it's just you and your date, I'd say yelling wolf in a theater that's empty, it's probably okay. You know, a good way to get people to not <laughs> believe you is you cry fire. Don't cry fire and don't yell wolf. Okay? Right. Okay. Yes. And do we have the Pelosi talking about the Great Depression? That's my favorite one of all time. Is it? I don't know if you Where still have that one. You know? He talks about the Great Depression and, uh, you know, it's... Uh-huh. She doesn't know stuff. what's great about it? I don't know if I do have that. Oh. Let's see. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, I should. Yeah, yeah. I As thought you had it over I there. I mean, I don't like to delete really good <laughs> Nancy Pelosi stuff. Chairman Mernanke is probably one of the foremost authorities in America on the subject uh-huh. of the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was so great about the Depression, but that's the name they give it. <laughs> that's the name they give it, man. I don't know why. It was just what they chose. I wasn't around. <laughs> oh, I tell you. It's amazing. It's embarrassing. Seriously. Um, so if you're going to a crowded theater this, this weekend, though, don't, don't yell wolf. Okay. It, like if you're going to Deadpool 2, just watch the movie. Don't, don't yell wolf. Unless, again, it's empty. And I, I doubt it will be because it's a p- pretty popular movie. I love going to a movie theater where you're the only person in it. I went one time. And I was a kid. It was uh-huh. Ernest goes to camp or something like that. I don't even remember. And I just ran, around, just ran around the the theater by myself just because I could. Oh in yeah, the dark. Yeah. And it was a good time because I'm a loser. Yeah, those good times. Mm-hmm. Those those days don't come back too often. Keith, sorry. Okay. If you did that today, it would be a little strange. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I'm doing it now. Uh, our U.S. birth rate has hit an all-time low. The number of babies being born in the United States continues to fall. Birth rate has reached a new record low uh, just last year. According to the CDC, about 3.8 million babies were born last year in the U.S. 3.8 million, which is 2% lower than the number in 2016 and the lowest recorded number of births in 30 years. Besides that, there were about 60 births per thousand women. 15 to 44, which is 3% lower than the rate in 2016, and the lowest recorded rate since the government started tracking birth rates in 1909. Wow. Okay, this is kind of a problem because, I don't know, you want to continue to exist as a people? 
Well, not only that, but you have a government <clears throat> that has set itself up to be a welfare state till the end of time. And you and got nobody paying for you that. Got nobody paying for this now. Right. Yeah, this is bad on a lot of different levels. First of all, there's the replacement rate. If the births dip below the replacement rate, you know, you got people dying every year. And so if you're not giving birth to more people than are dying, uh, you go extinct. It's called extinction, which is not a good thing. But you're right. With the welfare state, you're also looking for new people to come up into the workplace and start paying for all the things that you're giving away to the elderly. Mm-hmm. So we're not doing either of those very well right now. This doesn't end well. That doesn't end well at all. Unless you're looking for the planet to be undisturbed by humans. And then it's great. If you want humans to become extinct, if you believe like on the Matrix that human beings are the virus of this planet... And maybe that's a that's an exciting news. Maybe for some you. more octopus uh, aliens will arrive too. You're right. That could be. Helpful. You never know because they apparently evolve really fast. Like it only took them 270 million years, and that's really fast in mm-hmm. the scope of evolution. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, or at Pat Unleashed, where we got this from uh, Snarkazard. If Pat's tired of baby baby elephant walk as the chewing the fat theme, maybe he can try Weird Al's song Fat. <laughs> I like the way this guy thinks. <laughs> uh, or somebody underneath him said, what about just, you know, eat it. it? You know it. And then what about, oh, what about eat it? Just yeah. eat it. Yeah. Another Weird Al song, which would also be, I, I don't know what they're alluding to there. Why would those be appropriate for the, for the chewing the fat with Jeffy theme? Because they're catchy. Okay. I mean, All right. So it's just it that be? they've got a good beat. They're yeah. easy to dance easy to, to kind of thing. Dance. I mean, you're not saying anything about Jeffy's weight, certainly, in, the, I have in never those tweets, right? I wanted mean, to say anything. Because that would be unkind. It would be unkind, and we're kind. <laughs> you and I are the most kind people on the planet. Oh, we've proven that time and again. Mm-hmm. Time, time and time again. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed is, uh, well, inevitable. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. has been some kind of day. Wow, there's been a uh, r- bad plane crash in Cuba. 737 went down shortly after takeoff. They say it, it's a high number of dead. There was 170, uh, 107 passengers. We don't know the exact numbers there. Then, of course, the deadly shooting, the mass murder it, at a high school between Houston and Galveston, Texas, at Santa Fe High School. Ten, ten are shot and killed there. Several wounded. They do have the suspects in uh, the suspect in in custody and uh, a second person of interest, apparently. 
And it's inevitable in all those shootings where they say there's a second shooter. Maybe in this case there actually was. I, I Or somebody at least who helped him because there's two people in custody there. This morning, somebody walked into a Trump hotel at the uh, Trump National Doral Golf Course and started spewing hatred about Trump, engaged police officers. They shot him in his legs, took him out before he could hurt anyone else, but he opened fire on people. Yeah, well, it's qu- been quite a day. Uh, 888-900-3393. So we were talking about whether or not Americans are positive about the direction of the country. We just had this Gallup poll that says it, it is at the highest level of satisfaction that you're satisfied with what's going on in this country. The highest level of satisfaction since 2005. 37% say, yeah, I, I like what's happening right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you answer that that way. Exactly. Uh, they didn't call me. You no, know, me neither. <laughs> Matt in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Matt, always a pleasure. Um, I work inside of grocery stores and have for years as a vendor. Now, I've been a Rush baby. i listen to Rush Limbaugh since I could remember. Yep. And back in 05, I was stuck listening to the dreaded music that grocery stores play. And I bounce in and out of seven or eight stores on any given day, six days a week. It was 2010. Mm-hmm. Now, back in 05, I was doing it part-time, and uh, I wasn't so happy. But with today's technology, I can stream to Blaze on my cell phone to my Bluetooth. Yeah. And from noon to three every day, I have Pat Gray unleashed. And I'm more happy now <laughs> than I've ever <laughs> been. And yeah. Good. Between between the morning blaze and you guys, the customers look at me like I'm nuts because <laughs> I start chuckling and laughing out loud like a, a jackhole <laughs> because you guys entertain me so much and they think I'm crazy. But no, I'm just listening to Blaze. Tune in, get informed, and if you can put up with Stu, <laughs> you got it made. So Thank you. Keep it up. You pulled me away from Rush after a lifetime of listening. Wow. Noon to three every day on the blaze. Please. Really? Keep it up. Spread the word. God's sake, keep it up, guys. God bless all of you. Uh, you too. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. The check is in the mail. Yeah. Well, that, that just that turned my whole attitude around. I'm, I'm positive about the direction of the country now. <laughs> That's how okay. good that call was <laughs> for Matt. That's really cool. Thank Very you. Very nice. Appreciate Thanks. that. And he's right. With modern technology since 2005 has gone... I'll bet we've had more innovation since 2005, from 2005 to 2018, than we had from 1970 to 2005. Would you say that's, that's uh, accurate? I'd have to really figure this one out. Wait, between 19, the 70s? From like and- 1970 till 2005, those 35 years were not as staggering there weren't as many technical technological leaps as there have been. I don't know we, since two thousand five to now. We went from a room sized computer to an iPod in that time. We went from, of course, we went. Yeah, we went or PCs. When was the iPad? Yeah, the iPad was two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So that was invented since two thousand five. Yeah, the, the iPhone was, iPhone yeah, was right. since two thousand five. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had some cool innovations from seventy to two thousand five. Like we you went from eight track to cassette. To CDs, hmm. you went from you went from really heavy, crappy, gigantic TV sets to ones that are you know an inch thick. That's true. Fit on your wall. Mm-hmm. 
They had those in 2005, right? I remember the first mm-hmm. one that I ever saw. I think Glenn got it for his birthday or something. And uh, it was a marvel. It was like, wow, a 52-inch TV. Now they're like 500 inches. And they were hot and heavy. Yeah. And, uh-huh. But so now. So, I, I mean, things have changed yeah. dramatically. But the the technology cuts both ways. We have a video here that, uh, oh, okay. did Google put this together? Yes. Yeah, so my, For your Facebook, yeah. your family's no, Facebook no, page? No, no, no. My teenage daughter, just on her phone, she doesn't uh-huh. even have these apps and stuff. She doesn't have accounts, you know, Facebook, whatever, because her dad oh. is, well, me. Right. Uh, and so she says, hey, look, I got this video, Google. So you don't let him have Facebook? No. Twitter? No. No? Wow. Nothing. All right. Seriously, my You're, kids don't even know how to... You are mean. They're living in 2005 technology. What kind of Nazi are you? Oh, okay. Uh, so she goes, uh, she got an Android phone. She says, their friends all have Google. it. Google. What about their friends? Their friends are all have it. Why can't she? <laughs> um, because their father has never been one to care what their friends are doing huh. or getting okay. away with. So you're going to tell me if your friends are jumping off a cliff, are you going to jump off of it with them? Is what you're saying. That's that sure. kind of a dad. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's the best example I can come up with. Good job with that one. So without yeah. a uh, without a Facebook page, uh, what was put together? So here what for happened her? was she has an Android phone and she says, "Hey, Dad, look, um, Google." Because I mean, my my kids are trained uh, to know that Google is evil, although it's <laughs> hella convenient as well. She says, uh, "Look at this. It made a video on my phone." And I thought, "Look, I've seen that before. You know, I think I have an app that has done that until I got mm-hmm. rid of it." And she hands I think it Facebook to me. does that. Okay. They put together little uh, well, videos for you. The thing that creeped me out wasn't it was just a random video of, oh, look at these memories set to a nice you know, song or whatever. No, it was called a doggy video or yeah. doggies or whatever. Okay. And it obviously had cold pictures from her phone of just dogs and set it to music. Took it, it from like her do- phone, yeah. pictures that were on her phone. Yeah. And it, it just randomly took that from her yeah, and, and p- compiled it, this. It titled it and gave it the music. Yeah. All right, let's see this. The doggies. Oh, and your daughter's in it. Wow. <laughs> Obnoxious. Yeah. But even put in Jeez. a doggy song, theme song thing, too. And all, like, that was her, right? That's Aslan. Yeah. And then there was another person That's in there. my grandmother. Your my grandmother. 93 all right. now, year old. All right. I didn't think it was Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's really aged. So is that cool or is that creepy? Because I'm not going to take the time to set a, a, I'm not going to find a dog song, get every dog-themed picture, and mm-hmm. set, I don't have that kind of time in my life. Is it, so it's kind of cool, but it's also very creepy. Yeah, it's kind of both. It's kind of convenient and cool, but a little bit creepy that they can do that. Mm, mm, mm. And th- I mean, I guess when you sign on for the phone, you just sign up for that. Terms Is and that conditions. Terms and conditions. I don't know if that's in it, but maybe it, it must be, right? Uh, I don't know. What do you think of that? Is that creepy? Should that be? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
like I said, it's not just a generic thing that just took random pictures, set them to some sappy music. It was a dog-themed song with a doggy-themed mm-hmm. title given to the video. Mm-hmm. And really Ooh. obnoxious barking. And obnoxious barking. But it knows the dogs, too. It knows yeah. that these are it pictures knows those of are dogs. Your dogs. It knows these are your relatives. Mm-hmm. It knows those are her pictures. And it takes her pictures without being asked. Mm-hmm. Or did it in your agreement. Without being asked, it just did this for you. I don't know. That seems intrusive. Yeah. I don't like it. And creepy. And when Google are our overlords, you're going to get a lot worse than that. That's true. You said (laughs) that. Yes, sir. That's the problem. I mean, we're going to be begging for the days that they just made videos on our phones without our permission. Now, we always dismiss this in that, ah, Google, it's it's Google. You, You sign up for it. It's a private company. They can do what they want. Just get off Google then. Don't use it. However, when Google becomes the government, it's going to change ever so slightly. And you think that's far-fetched, but is it? Maybe in 2018 it is, but in 2030? I don't know. It's rapidly changing. I don't know. The, The way this technology is evolving and the things we're agreeing to that we don't know we're agreeing to. Yep. This could get really scary really fast. I mean, that, but you know... Uh, not a lot of people, probably just you and me and maybe Glenn, would get freaked out over a doggy video that Google compiled for your daughter. <laughs> a lot of people just think, wow, look at this. Look what Google did for me. Uh-huh. This is awesome. Look at this great video. Uh, I'm going to share it with all my friends. Yeah. We tend to look at these things with a skeptical eye, with a paranoid eye. And I don't know. Is it too paranoid? I don't know. What do you think of this? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do you like the direction of the country? <laughs> do you like the yeah. direction of technology? Do you fit into that thirty seven percent who thinks we're headed in a really good direction? Because I'm not sure that's a really good direction. Mm-mm. I mean, the technology is cool. It's really convenient. It has improved our lives in a lot of ways. It's uh, you know, people can't even imagine how they existed without these cell phones now, uh, because fifteen years ago we didn't we didn't have access to it all. And now you can't imagine not having it. You mean if I have to, if I'm out somewhere and I have to make a call, I got to find a payphone? Well, I can't do that. This is way too convenient. I just pull it out of my pocket and call. And there, I mean, that is fantastic. And to carry around all the information we do and all the power that we have in these things, you know, they make the big deal all the time. And one cell phone is more powerful with more computation power, more ability than the spaceship that took us to the moon in 1969. I love that fact. I, 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 I love that I fact too. because there are two facts that can tell you everything about America today. And it's that one about the computing power that fits in the palm of your hand compared to the space shuttle. Yeah. And the other one is the debt that Barack Obama gave us compared to all previous presidents combined. Right. That's everything in America right now. Technology, debt, from and yeah, and moral that, decay. And that stat, <laughs> if I remember it correctly, we just stumbled onto this a few yeah. weeks ago, was from George Washington to, I think it was Ronald Reagan. Was it Reagan? No, it was through Bush. It was through it Bush? It was through Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, hang on, because we want to get this right. I'm going to make sure that I... Okay, yeah, Obama we'll has added again. more uh, to the national debt than the previous 43 presidents combined. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So there you go. We're good. So that's a great stat. Direction of the country. Uh, the, yeah. 
And then the Google thing. Is that okay? Because I think Facebook does essentially the same thing. Yeah. I think they'll do that for special occasions. Yeah. So, right? So, yeah. So, uh, borrowed more money. So, borrowed more money. That's what it is. Oh. Borrowed more money under Obama than all other presidents combined. Well, and I think the, the stat I was kind of thinking of was it took us to get to a trillion dollars debt. I think we went from George Washington to Ronald Reagan. Or maybe it was okay. slightly before Reagan. But then we went and then... And then we added another trillion in debt in one week. You remember that? That was just a few months ago we talked about that. Was that that stopgap or whatever, uh-huh. that, that six yep. months, five months of budgeting by the yep. Republicans? That was great. Took, it took 200-some years to get to a trillion dollars in debt. And then just a few weeks ago, we added another trillion dollars in debt in less Beautiful. than a week. Man, we are so good at doing really that. Good. We, that's one of the things we do well, spend I money as a country. I love the direction of the country. I um, love it. I am going love to it. tweet this out uh, at the Blaze Keith, and this is a CNN article. Okay. That affirms this fact. So all right. use it. As so you. retweet that. Good boy. And you impress all your friends. Spring's in the air. And of course, that means a lot of pollen comes with it. And if you think staying indoors is going to save you, eh, nope. Uh, because the air inside your house and businesses, a lot more polluted than outside. But you can fix that with one simple fix. Replace your HVAC filter at filterby.com. Filterby.com is America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Not only do you breathe better when you replace your filters, because you remove all of that pollen and mold and the allergy-aggravating substances floating around in your air, but then your HVAC system runs a lot more efficiently. And that prevents a lot of problems down the line. These, These things are so stinking expensive to repair and replace we just had a problem with our with ours uh, a few weeks ago and a guy came out it's like okay uh i can replace it for fourteen thousand dollars like what (coughs) (coughs) wait what no i'm i'm not asking you for a new car I, i i need just fix my hvac system yeah, it's fourteen thousand dollars for a unit. I can get you a crappy one for ten. Uh, no. <laughs> so, anyway, he was trying to scam us, but uh-huh. uh, because we brought somebody else out to just get a second opinion, and he replaced one little thing that was seventy bucks, and it, it worked fine. So I hate that. And if you want to avoid all of that stuff, and they are expensive, the repairs are expensive, the replacement is really expensive now. Because you can't just replace your, you know, your Freon anymore. That's illegal now. You can't even use it anymore. So, Filter Buy offers you all of these options. 600 different filter sizes. All kinds of MERV options. All the way up to hospital grade. And you can save 5% when you set up auto delivery. Then you never have to worry about when it's time to change them again. Save money, save time, and breathe better with FilterBuy.com. Filter, B-U-Y.com. FilterBuy.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns. 888-900-3393. <clears throat> and at uh, Pat Unleashed. 
from JP. I figured out why the FEMA, uh, why FEMA is so exuberant about ab- abortion. Is FEMA exuberant about abortion? The CDC reports on the number of births each year. They view children as a disease. Abortion is seen as a vaccine. I think by some people it definitely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Charles Gull, don't cry wolf in a crowded theater unless you're hungry like one. Hashtag Duran Duran. See what he did there? I see what he did. See what they did? There. Uh, Duran Duran's greatest song ever, Hungry Like the Wolf. I don't know about that. What would you say is Duran Duran's greatest song ever? Come Undone. Come Undone? Circa 1993-ish, two-ish. Uh, I can't when even think. Come Undone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All That's right. I like New Moon on Monday. Oh. That might be my favorite uh, See, Duran Duran. I didn't like Duran Duran in the 80s. And mm-hmm. in fact, except for that one album, <laughs> which is Duran Duran, it's, like, it's called The Wedding Album because there's all these wedding photos on the cover. Mm-hmm. They came out in 92, 93. That is such a good album, and I can't stand really the other Duran Duran stuff. I just tolerate it. I'm oh, a freak. Really? I'm a freak like that. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, you're pretty freaky. Every every favorite song that you mention is something super obscure that nobody's ever heard of. When you come undone. Like you you just selected the most obscure Duran Duran song ever, and uh, and that's a good example of what I'm talking about. I'll be tweeting. There's another song. band that's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, Duran Duran. No what? way. Mm-mm. They're what? not in there. You know who else isn't? I talk about Foreigner all the time. What about Def Leppard? Why isn't Def Leppard in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Def freaking Leppard. Wow, you're right. Neither. I know. What is the problem? I know. Man, it works. What a st- Ron's just met at work. No, uh, no. But thank you. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a joke. It, it is a joke. It is. I'm about to totally give up on it, frankly. Dale Murphy should be in the Dog Baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> as long as we're on our soapboxes. As long as we're again. back on Halls of Fame. I looked this mm-hmm. up last night. Check this out. Dale Murphy had a higher batting average than Reggie Jackson. I'm sorry? Yeah, but a few less home runs. Shh, okay. Shh, why right. do you yeah, we'll spoil my argument, man? Right, we won't man. bring that up. We won't bring that up. <sighs> <laughs> he had like 150 more home runs. Yeah, yeah. but stop, just a couple. Uh-huh. Come on, he probably played longer too. Again, thank you. But yeah, Duran Duran's not in. Obviously, Foreigner's not in, and Def Leppard. I mean, that's an abomination. Def Leppard and Foreigner not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm not when arguing. Johnny Cash is. Now wait, now see. I don't want to disparage anybody's do Johnny Cash heroism or hero worship. Again. I don't. I don't want to again. Uh, but come on now. Gotta, First of all, he's not a rock artist. We all can we all agree on that. He's a country music artist. He's crossed over some. Uh, uh, not to my knowledge. The Wanderer by Johnny Cash and U two, sir. I don't believe was that ever played on a radio station. Doesn't matter. It was played okay. on my CD player. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. I played it on a radio station in college. Yes, sir. <laughs> Does that count? No. 50-watt station no. in Lincoln, Nebraska? No. no. It doesn't count? No. College stations will play anything. They don't care. They don't care. They'll play the Dead Kennedys. Okay, now you can... They'll ridiculous. play Echo and the Bunnymen. No, you know, wait, that's, no, that's college on. radio. Okay. They play that kind of garbage. You're hurting me. But you know what I, I was... Uh, I, you know what I discovered that really threw me for a loop? And maybe nobody else can relate to this. But I was looking at the potential Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees for next year and who's eligible for the first time ever among those bands most of whom i had never heard of but among those bands were weezer and jimmy eat world oh both deserving deserve but 
it's time already. They've been out for 25 years. I'm. Thank you for making me feel old. They've been out for 25 years. Time flies, man. Oh my gosh, that's I mean, unbelievable to pace. me. Yeah, that is unbelievable to me. But uh, yeah, next year maybe maybe Weezer and Jimmy Eat World go in before Foreigner. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That would be right. <clears throat> Here's some things we know now about this uh, psycho murderer. Seventeen year old student at the school that he went in and shot up. You go to his Facebook page and he's laid out all kinds of pictures of his born to kill T shirt, which is interesting. Uh, he's got a lot of pictures of himself. Uh, he's got a bunch of uh, weapons with captions that uh, show that he's crazy troubled and obsessed with guns. Uh, and he has a lot of mentions of uh, the president, the first lady. Uh, which I don't know if he's fans or if those are threats. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But this is going to turn out to be um, a battle because of all this. He's got shots of him. Uh, is this a gun video game kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, some sort of yeah, some sort of uh, shoot 'em up game, rifle oriented uh, Konami game, video yeah. game that you would play. Not necessarily on your computer or on a, a like PlayStation. It's an, yeah. at an arcade. Yeah. And that was apparently lifted from the shooter's Instagram page by BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed has done some pretty good journalism lately. Um, they don't believe... Uh, they, they're, they're not sure what his motivation was. But some of the kids are saying that uh, he might have he been bullied. He was pretty quiet, kept to himself. It's a typical story. Yeah. We see this over and over and over again. All right. Have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday. We'll see you then here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.